It took me two days to find that music that is not copyrighted that I like. Um, your uh, your audio is a bit delayed from your mouth. Hello. Yeah. Your your mouth. My mouth. Your mouth. <laughs> Hold, please. Let's see here. Oh, why? But what are we what are we talking about tonight? What are the what is the school board talking so, about? Sorry, I'm eating dinner. It should be better now. Yeah. So the school board meeting has a meeting today, and everybody uh, Poland Poland school board has a meeting, and there is all kinds of stuff. Let me share my screen here that they're going to be talking about. But there's a couple line items in here, and man, I'll tell you what that one post on on everything Poland just like exploded. So I was like, man, we got to go live on this thing. Um, what was the post on everything Poland? How did I miss it? So one of they're rifting the assistant principal or the other principal in the middle school. And what that means by rift is that means they are eliminating the position and mm. parting ways. And there is a mob of people who are not happy with it. Whenever you get into things where people are losing their jobs, you always have people that are upset, right? So because they like, because they like that person. Yeah. Yeah. And there yeah. were comments made on everything Poland about, you know, she's the only female administrator, female superintendent right now at the school. Doesn't and, well, it that's, that's does my to opinion. some people. I understand, people. I understand, but it's like, it's not about her or anyone. It's about the kids. So it's the best for the kids. Uh, fair enough. And maybe those people who think that they need a female thing need a female role model. That's true. Huh? So, so that, that's a big one. Um, there also have uh, architects talking about the schools and the renovation, which we all know is a touchy, touchy subject, uh, the school renovations, which is why I asked those questions just to stir the pot a little bit uh, with the poll, you know, with this, with the, uh, let's see if we're live here, five minutes, they're saying five minutes till they start. Um, and I did it on purpose, stirred the pot a little bit just to see what everybody said. And as we learned from that post, half the people want new school, want a new school, one campus, the other half don't want a new school, new campus, and don't, you know, want renovations and, and this, that, and the other. Either way, for me, Isaac, it doesn't matter. As long as the kids are good, I don't really care if there's two schools. I don't care about the history of some stupid building that's 100 years old. I hate to say that, and I know people, oh, I love our buildings. They're so nice. I, do, I don't care. It, maybe it's just it's just me. Yeah. I don't care. I, it, it, it's different for us. You went to high school in two different buildings, a new building and an old building. Mm -hmm. Did it affect your schooling in any way, so, shape, or form? So like I said in the post on everything Poland, I went to school at an elementary building that was half elementary, half high school. And we shared the cafeteria and the gyms. So we would see each other, but there was no interacting ever. And then I went to a separate middle school fourth through eighth grade was completely different school and then high school came back to that building for two years till i was a sophomore and then my junior and senior year in high school i went to one large campus and it was basically it, you with everyone and it was a new south range built a new school and it was basically three separate wings of the building there was one branch that was high school one branch that was elementary and then one branch that was um, middle school. And then we sh the elementary had a gym. The high school had a gym. 
middle school had a gym. We all shared the cafeteria. We all shared the library and we all shared the auditorium. And um, either way, it works. It's just we moved from the old school because the old school was like it had falling signs up decrepit. falling apart, yeah. decrepit. It had like signs. Hey, don't get too close to this wall because of asbestos. <laughs> like literally just taped like duct tape to the wall. Like, hey, don't oh, say if you're oh, if you have uh, you're not allowed lockers this close to the wall because that's don't where I graduated from. I graduated like, from that. Yep. So that stuff, like stuff like that, when there's when there's stuff like that going on, it's time for yeah. new school. Like just, it doesn't matter. Know, the history. And and then like like I, I get both sides. I also get I also get annoyed with people. Again, it's just it's not the people. It's I know it's me. And yeah. it's like you know you have the person that's like, oh, I went to school here, so it's history. Nobody cares about where you went to school. Mm-hmm. It's about your kids, not you. Like that's the yeah. first thing I want to say to people. And like it's that. like it's in 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 a, a lot of it too is I went to school there, and I there's so much history there. I want my kids to go there too. Your kid doesn't give it's, a shit where he no, goes to school. I promise, hundred percent not. They will. Yeah. They want to go where their friends are, and they that's yeah. it. They, they don't, don't give care. a shit if they went to the now, same school. As it's you. the parent. It's the parents being selfish. Yeah, all and, and it's and, like whatever. And, and and you know, and a couple people are like, "Oh, this is new." Mm-hmm. All right, let's see here. That doesn't look like an old gross auditorium. I think that's the in Dobbins. The meeting of the Poland nice. Board of Education today, Monday, March twenty second, twenty twenty one. It is now six p.m. and I call this meeting to order. Is it loud enough? Stand with me so we can recite together the Pledge of Allegiance. I don't think I can turn it up at all. Stand. You see my belly. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming tonight. At this time, we call on our <laughs> secretary and treasurer, Mrs. Montine, to Who's call that guy? Oh, what was that? That's yeah. Larry. Dionopolis, he's one of the. Dr. Dionopolis. Here. Mr. Polis? Here. Mr. Riddle? Here. Mr. Warren? Here. Here. Tonight we will start our meeting with what we call public participation. Oh, here we go. We have a few simple rules. The president is the presiding officer and shall be guided by these rules. Participants must sign in. You have the sign-up sheet up here. Participants must announce their name, address, and group affiliation, if applicable. Our participants shall be limited to five <laughs> minutes in duration, fifteen minutes per topic. The treasurer. I told you I have to because of my ties to the school. I'm supposed to be all professional and no smartass comments. That was, that was my promise. At this time, we welcome I can public participation. Is there anybody that wishes to address this board? And here we go. Yes, ma'am. That's a good suggestion. We have a sign-up list, and Mrs. Montine will call you based on the ones that signed up first. We'll just go in order. Can you turn it down, Bubba? Please. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Eleanor Zedeker. 
Ooh, they they really upgraded these cameras. Thank you. Eleanor is at a curve 70 colon manner. And if I'm very careful. That's fine, Mrs. Zedeker. You can take that off from there. I, in fact, I probably shouldn't get close to a mic, although I'm not ill. Anyway, I know you have no many comments, no very heavy comments decisions to make. I, a couple of them deal with um, some uh, administrative positions. Here it is, the riff. I know from experience these decisions are not easy. They're wrenching in many regards, and it's taken a lot of discussion and research and probably discussion with the parties involved. Um, all I can say is that I have a lot of faith in the decision you make, but both of the people who will be involved in items on number six and number seven have served this district well, and uh, I've enjoyed their enthusiasm and their dedication to students. I can only hope that they'll be secure in positions somewhere, and that um, one is a retire rehire. And he has come in with a smile and served as well as a dean, as well as an assistant. And the other, uh, of course, among statistics, we ladies will know, and I'm not sure I should mention this, but I'll seek forgiveness. Um, we do have Mrs. Montine, who is among the administrative team and in an executive level. But the uh, person being discussed and decided this evening, not discussed, but decided, is uh, one of them is a woman, served us well, and with her absence, we'll notice that we're one less as far as a woman in that capacity. So I hope if you're creating any, thank you, uh, we have to look out for one another, but I know you gentlemen look out for us too. So I'm sure you've kept that in mind, and we wish you well as you go about your business this evening, and we wish every success to those who may be leaving us. Thank you. I'm just, I'm just saying, I nailed the pre, the preview. Did you just hear that? Did I nail the preview or what? Pamela and Lily. It's all of all I nailed the preview. Oh, that lady was just put a little thing on. That is Mrs. Zeneca. She was a. I believe they call that a microphone condom. <laughs> okay, jumping the line with permission. Okay, um, Michelle Elia, 59 Orchard Drive. Um, I'm a committee member, parent, and I feel um, obligated to also inform you of my role. Um, I'm the Ohio Literacy Lead for the Ohio Department of Education, so I feel like I'm bringing that expertise with me as I present to the board today um, my specific talking points. Um, the first point is one that, thank you, Mrs. Edeker, for bringing up. Is, is the gender inequity of, um, unfortunately, the recent decision to um, eliminate the position currently held by Lisa Iberis. Uh, I don't want to see anyone on our administrative team go. I definitely think that we have um, a wonderful administrative team. However, I'm concerned as a parent because we're sending a powerful message to the children of this community. And um, you know, aside from our treasure, the, the faces that our kids see every day are our principles. And the message we're sending to our children is in order to lead, you have to be a man. That's not true. Come on. Uh, I knew it was coming. Come on, I appreciate the fact that she has the message we're doing is you have school. to be a man to and lead. Come on. I'm going to throw up. Every day that she can look up. 
it's a big problem for me and I think it needs to be in your mind as the current topic politically is that of gender inequity. And we know it's an issue nationwide. I never thought it would be an issue in my district. If you'd like to comment, please comment in the messages. Feel free to add in. It's my specialty. It's my like passion. Tell and it's what I, I do we're stupid every single day with districts all over the I'll, country and the world. I'll wait till the end of comment. Let them talk. Training teachers oh. and administrators in Australia currently. Um, they are desperate to learn about the science of reading, and I'm happy to bring that information to them. Oh. But what bothers me is that right now there is one principle that I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt has incredible experience in the science of reading, and that is Lisa Iberis. And now we are not going to have anyone with that knowledge base. And this is not offensive in any way, shape, or form to our current administrative team, but they don't have the capacity. And it takes time to build the capacity. That capacity. The science of reading is complex. It's about the knowledge. In this role, I'm still learning everything. Lisa was ahead of the curve and she was leading the district in this effort. In fact, in my statewide meetings, when I was asked who in my local area in my county was leading the charge in terms of evidence-based language and literacy practices, I was proud to say Youngstown City Schools and Poland. Poland local schools was leading the charge for evidence-based language and literacy practices thanks to the decision by Lisa to question the current practices in the district. And I'm so proud. I went on Facebook, I shouted it from the rooftops to every parent that had dared to say something negative about my district. That we should be Are you guys hearing an e echo still? district is made to embrace the science of reading to ensure all seen can read. The posts from everything. But my boss will tell you that language and literacy, evidence-based literacy I hear no echo. are the lever for systemic change. And Tim Shannon will is anybody watching here at Echo? Leadership. Let me, let me check on my phone. Those changes right, happen. You need leaders who have knowledge of the science of reading to make sure it happens. And it's complex and it's challenging. Mark Cabell. I'm honored to say I train constantly. Um, thanks to a lot of professional development that we do at the I'm, state. I'm not hearing anything. Just make sure you're not playing anything on your phone. He is a science of reading no. genius now. It's awesome. But he says, if I would have known this when I was a principal at Poland Local School, we would have had all kids reading. We didn't know it then. Thank God I know it now. But this is what Poland needs to move the bottom 20%. And I said, well, you'll be happy to know, Mark, that that's what's happening hmm. here. I'm very concerned it will not happen anymore without Lisa. Without her leadership, helping these teachers. I know you have the best coaches around. I'm telling everybody at the state level, you have the best coaches. But they do not have the power to make decisions. You all do, and administrators do. They cannot do this work alone. And without Lisa, I'm very concerned about the future. Yeah, Luke, turn your computer sound off. I can't hear. Local okay. schools, in terms of literacy practices. practices. My kids have my kids graduating. Are Can you hear it still? A 15 or 16 year old. Can you hear it? One of you, it's because one of your mics, one of your mics is picking up multiple sounds. Yeah, but can you can you hear it right now, Isaac? Can you hear play it? it? Play it. It is playing. I can't hear anything. You can't hear it right now, right? Mm -mm. Right, because mm -hmm. I turned the sound down. Okay, so now I'm going to turn but the sound But Lori's saying, Lori's saying yes. Okay. 
guess she could hear it still? Well, she said yes. We're trying to fix this. My name is Gina Shiro. My address is... I don't hear an echo. Can you hear... I don't hear an echo either. Can you guys hear it right now? Tell me if you can hear it. Somebody message if we can hear it right now. Second to Tuesday, good because I can't hear it. No, I can't hear it either. What? Better, better, better. They're saying I, we, can't, better, we can't, but hear I can't hear the dang thing. Echo. We can't hear anything. And and I go on my phone and I can't. Let me see if I go on my phone and. Nope. Nope. She said nope. No no sound at all. Echo. We can't hear anything. And and I go on my phone and I can't. Let me see if I go on my phone. Nope. Nope. She said nope. No, no sound at all. And we care about the progress that we have made over the okay. last three years. Okay, I, I think I know why. All right, hold on. Especially so, yeah, I got it. All right, hold on. We have a working with a leader. It's because of it. all right. Hold on. I'm going to turn this off real fast. Nobody go anywhere. The term we'll, go, we'll log back off. Leadership through and through. Sorry. What is it? Lisa Iberis plans for work. And she works for plans. It says it's good. It says it's good now. That's better. The... That's better. Shit. Really? What? You guys are confusing. Okay, hold on. I'll fix this. We're missing all the comments from the people. Uh, I know. All right. Talk amongst yourselves. All I have to say about the whole missing a woman as a leader, I'm allowed to say it. I can say whatever I want. Is... I promise kids aren't thinking that. Kids aren't thinking, oh, it's it's a woman leader. We really need that. <laughs> I promise you they're not thinking that. And number two, me, Luke, did we grow up with a very strong mother who was a doctor? Great, a leader yes. that you would consider a leader. Yes? Yes. And True. one of the, one of the toughest sisters ever skill. alive, right? Yep. You know, like we grew up with Michelle, that, but they both Michelle don't. Just said, women need to be in power. They don't we cannot think continue like that. on this I, very important work of literacy. Yeah, you're a woman. You're no different than the guys who are killing. That's what they say. Without her goals and without us moving there, she moves it. And that we need an administrator in that position to move us. An administrator that has the training behind. The science of reading. She comes to the trainings with us. She gets. She opens her books, and we study together. She pushes us to be our best self every day. Perfect, Luke. Don't touch it. And we want to push ourselves to be that best self because we. It's perfect right now. With her. Yeah, that's what they're saying. It's perfect. She can. Um, she can balance and hold us accountable while she is still compassionate. I just want to ask you a question. It's perfect. I know that Dr. Holland right has come to us a very highly respected because he comes from a district that is very high achieving. And I just want to ask you, have you asked him the, the yes, hard perfect. questions? Don't touch it, Lisa just, makes just us have hard conversations okay, and asks us the hard questions every single day to make us better. I didn't even do it. Have you done your homework <laughs> as she does to ask him the hard questions of how did his schools become so high achieving 
It is because they have curriculum leadership in administration, and he will be first to tell you that. As a collective group, I hope that you take the time and you do your homework, as Lisa does every single day. That, I, I agree with that, Heidi. Someone, Someone told me the other day, day we're, on we're on a ship, ship and we're moving <laughs> and we're, we're seeing this so this great work that's happening. This is what this Without her administrative leadership, we are going to have holes because this I, is a snippet. I don't know who this. I don't know who speaking. She right? does behind the scenes because in so many places. The whole the boat will start to have the holes. I don't know who that is because we will start to go because we're going to be looking at each other like who is going to fill those holes. We have an like, outstanding I can, I can hear administrative group. We are we are honored so to like work with the team mind. that we have as administ of, of administrators. But Lisa, but Lisa brings so much in curriculum. Why can't and I, I ask you that you just make sure that you Mrs. Watch. Caro. Um, I have no idea. I don't know. Because I have to have my head one head. Because, um, to continue. Is Who's Mrs. Cara? That's okay. Um, so just to reiterate, oh, literacy okay. is at the heart of all everything that we do in our classrooms. It impacts all contents. We are seeing children struggle in science and social studies because they can't read the text that are in front of them. Lisa leads this initiative through the process of best practice, not just for Thanks, students, Debbie. but for adults. She knows how to lead adults. <laughs> And students, she does her research so and stupid, she does it with a team approach, which is amazing. All voices are heard and appreciated. She understands our staff and how to roll out this huge plan. Literacy is a huge initiative, huge, and it needs strong support and administrative leadership, along with oversight, in order to be successful. We are just at the this end is of also stages. streaming off you go to the board the of education we even, uh like begun meeting, stuff yet. or a website if you guys we don't have want to watch paper, and to us talk. But it's not the same as executing it by the way there's a difference between support and leadership a leader who understands the entire k-12 initiative as a whole Lisa led this need to create the plan she has the knowledge to see the big picture she's always had the students and staff in mind She's there every step of the way with training, choosing programming, doing the research, planning and leading literacy and executing waiver days, um, meeting with other admin to keep everyone in the loop about what's going on with literacy, communicating our initiatives with the district, etc. The list goes on. Gina and I, along with Lisa, have been filling our capacity for three years. It takes time. Mr. Janifay said you guys need to fill your capacity. We had to learn, learn, learn. It takes time to do that. Who in the district is going to have time to take this on in order to get us across the finish line? It's a long haul. There's a history of initiatives falling flat, whether it's lack of follow-through or you know, not having the same vision or everybody's busy. This initiative needs constant communication by one central person. Lisa brings a dedication and knowledge needed to combat all of this. We just don't want this to fail. It's way too important for our students. I want to follow up with what Michelle said. As you know, we in Poland were very proud. We are hailed by the state for our literacy process and plan. So there, most of these people are upset it's about. Very the proud moment for us. You know, we took this on. About the what? Lisa led this. We the want to reading, continue to lead in this. Like a, we don't like the reading short. stuff. She must. Our kids she's a reading it. specialist. Um, <laughs> and that, that's it. Thank you very so much. So they're all, you know what I mean? So it sounds like losing her is going to lose a lot of. Uh, Mr. Riddle, before we move forward, 
our rules clearly say in the in the reading the reading motioning that we abandon those rules for tonight so we do not have to keep time but booster i think we should adhere the five minutes per person but we have additional people that want to speak on the subject and this is iberis i'm willing to extend the time for that and so would you amend your motion please to Fine. Mr. Riddle, I motion that we do away with the 15 minutes per topic. Do I have a second? I'll second. It's going to be Thank a long you, night, Lucy. so I hope you brought uh, your coffee. Would you call the roll on that motion, please? <laughs> Should have grabbed your coffee, not a bubbly. Ms. Clucci? Yeah. Mr. Polis? Yes. Mr. Riddle? Yes. Mr. Warren? Yes. Hey, Isaac. I'll, yes. bet you, I'll bet you five dollars. This high school kids right so there in the corner continue. are made to go there from the their uh, teachers for the government. Yeah, for government class. The government class. The the, the high school kids, guaranteed. Did you know Troy and I are the same age? And about the, he might be younger than me by a year, but um, hello, Leslie Phillips, forty-two. Did a lot better in his life than mine. A different topic, although still along the lines of strong females. Um, I represent the Poland High School girls lacrosse team. I've been a oh. parent volunteer since 2015 and club president since Blaise? 2017. Nicole, Nicole history, we started as a community yeah, sport, boys and girls, in 2015, and were approved by the board as a club like sport in 2016. Our first official season was spring of 2017. But I guess the girls' team has grown in numbers steadily each year, from 15 to 45. Isaac, I look just like this. Here. If we were in the auditorium, I would have brought more. We have JV and varsity. We are great, great coaches, players, and parents. Uni Borden and Canfield all have a process. The deceiving good looks makes me look And Borden and Canfield also have middle school theater programs. The original 2016 contract submitted by the athletic department to the board specified when we, we would be under a five year probation. I'm this like, is year five. Unlike the Tom Cruise. We would be responsible for all costs and were permitted no more than two high school stadium games per season. The remaining homes were permitted at Baird Mitchell. The evaluation criteria for moving forward to adopting lacrosse as a school sanctioned sport after this five-year probation period was never really specified other than student interest level. I believe there are about 280 girls at the high school, which would mean one in six girls are now playing lacrosse. That's awesome. That's I'd say that's significant student interest. Yeah. Middle school parents have approached me asking when lacrosse will be available there. And during the girls' practices, we have seen the younger kids playing lacrosse on their own. They see our girls play, and they ask their parents to buy them a stick, and they play. That's awesome. I hope the board will be given the opportunity to vote in the near future to adopt girls' lacrosse as a sanctioned sport. The addition of lacrosse would help enhance the district's appeal for families moving here from areas like Cleveland or Pittsburgh, where lacrosse has widespread popularity. There is respect and validation in a sports team is bestowed when the school district votes to sanction. It conveys to the players, yes, we believe in you, and we will give you the tools to succeed. If it was a spring, we should go. Fans called scholarships, all made more possible with full school support. Reasons given to us through years to not mention lacrosse include number one, lack of funds, understandable objection with declining enrollment, but our budget is under fifteen thousand a year, not including uniforms and lacrosse sticks. Number two, it takes away from other spring sports like track or softball. I don't think that's accurate to assume that if lacrosse wasn't wasn't an option, a girl would necessarily choose either of those sports. Our two sport players the being basketball soccer and soccer football. players. We did not recruit players away from spring sports. Well, in fact, we didn't advertise much all this year because that. we didn't have to. Yep. Regardless, isn't it a school district's responsibility People to offer a variety of student activities appealing to a diverse range of tastes and to respond to students' interests that may change over time? 
Number three, there are enough local teams to play, so you have to travel too much. Playing the free local teams twice gives us six games, which is a third of, of the games allowed by OHSAA. And we should travel to limit up an hour away. In January, I was informed of our club status probation and now extend it to six years. Because due to COVID cancellations, 2020 would not count towards the contract. Last year, we registered 44 girls. They had been conditioning since January with OHSAA season starting in February. We had all our games and officials scheduled. Completed sponsorship yeah. fundraising, a team photo taken when everything, of course, was shut down for our first game. We appreciated that, especially for our seniors, the athletic department issued varsity letters for us to distribute at our drive through senior recognition parade. Wouldn't the recognition of varsity letters signify a partial season did exist? Finishing the season wouldn't have changed our participation numbers. I don't think season disrupted by a pandemic should be in any way punitive. And technically, five chronological years will have passed from the approval in September of this year. It feels as if just when we are nearing the finish line, the line has moved farther ahead. What brought me here tonight, though, of immediate concern to lacrosse is the board discussion that is apparently taking place about possibly tearing down Baird Mitchell Stadium. Since that is the primary location we have been allowed to use for our games, what will happen Where's when that? the bleachers and press are gone? We could use the remaining Bear field. Bear Mitchell Stadium. Bear Mitchell's where Lucas played that fight football. There would be no seating for spectators or scoreboard down. operation for games. Oh, the dedication so. school and community pride of our parents was evident last weekend when a group gave up their Sunday afternoon to give Bear Mitchell a makeover with fresh white paint. Mm. And it is a big improvement. They did this knowing their work could be demolished right after yeah, a season. I don't know why they were If doing the board does decide to remove Baird Mitchell Stadium, the obvious solution yeah, would be the assurance from the administration that we can use the high school stadium for all of our games, our home so games, next season. With our current club status, we are last in line for use of no. school facilities and have the further restriction of the two high school stadium game allotment, even when the stadium is empty and available. People all ticked about of stadium use schools are taking your fair. football when field When taxpayer down. money from the 100-plus parents and grandparents of lacrosse players have contributed to the existence and maintenance Especially of the stadium. nothing's going there. And it's not fair to the lacrosse players. Yeah, I don't know. Deny them the same what's Does anybody know what's going there? That their peers and other sports have. A quote from the board's 2016 lacrosse club adoption request reads, quote, The board recognizes that student interest and participation changes over time, and those offerings available to students must change in response to interest. Again, one in six female students are playing lacrosse. I hope that is all the moving parts of the building consolidation plan are examined. I don't understand why they're taking a football field. That's news to me. I did not know that. And I feel like I know a lot of stuff about Paul. Considering what I have said today. If I will, let me address the comments. Question? I made it. You did. I'm sorry. The same question that you posed about club status was presented to the athletic director two weeks ago by myself. It is something that is being discussed. That's all I can say at this point. Um, there's not been a resolution or anything like that at this point. The issue about the stands, the seats, the bleachers, whatever you want to call them, at the stand. We are currently doing a study on trying to determine a plan on how to get as many cars off the street and buses off the street while moving and consolidating the McKinley and McKinley and it's about middle parking complex. So they would make it a parking being discussed about different options on how we could utilize the track around the outside. There's not been a plan or discussion about eliminating the field, the stadium. 
there is questions about whether we can utilize or better utilize the space around that storage and the building and the stands and how we may be able to repurpose that. We're just beginning to explore. Okay, that makes Nothing sense. has been determined. And so parking those are terrible. accurate assumptions on where yeah, we're at. We just I go running and you see the buses. It may come uh, down, it may not. See the buses. So like we're just going to loop through there and teachers walking. Community in the village yeah. around I get it. I get it. track and keep the streets clear. Right now, without bringing in the pre-K to second graders into that building, they're still backed up out to Main Street there, and that's a concern. So we're looking at options to see how we can clean that up. We don't have all those answers yet. Um, I'm very proud to um, be sharing our high school renovation plan tonight with Mr. Willis from Starlow Construction, or Architectural. And they're starting to help us with that process. We just don't know yet. And I had planned to come at season end for your May meeting, but because I heard there was some discussion about very Mitchell, I thought, well, I better just present this so you it's on your radar. Can we make a video of us trying to okay, call her? So, yes. Thank you. We'll we'll get Nicole on. She already told us asked us to do it. I want to go play the cross. I'm gonna cross check you so hard. It's gonna. Be I want to put on so awesome. lacrosse. Yeah, let's put on lacrosse shoulder pads and hit each other as hard as we can. Hi, yes. Haley Schaefer, three eight zero seven Atlantic Court. Have many faces here, if not all of them. Now, um, I've been in school for thirteen years, teaching for seventeen. Teacher. Um, I have been working with or on Lisa. Um, for probably nearly all the 13 years that I've been in That's Poland, interesting. whether that was through MC. Um, MC Were there any MS. teachers that came to the meeting and talked for Janet? Help me out. MCESC. <laughs> MCESC. Um, Lisa's Not for Janet. Administrators. And so I'm here today as both a teacher and a, and a parent. And a parent. For the better part of this year, we all know that educators have struggled through the school days. We've carried our own exhaustion and in many cases, unfortunately, our own personal traumas along as we've tried and retried, adjusted and readjusted. And by this time, most of us, if not all of us, have realized that no matter what we do, how long we work, that educating during a pandemic will never, never feel successful to any of us, probably. We've been thanked, we've been appreciated, and most recently we've been asked our opinions, but what we, what we haven't been is heard. Is heard. And, so, and so, as we begin, we begin to see the light at the end of this tunnel, I really encourage you to listen to the fine people who all spoke before me. I want you to examine what our children, my children, have already experienced through this pandemic. The coming year brings more changes, but with that, the opportunity to regain control over so many factors that we've been able to control. Navigating the closure of union, the restructuring of PSHS, moving nearly all 100 or so teachers in the district, hiring new leadership, and missed a pandemic, I would have thought would have been enough to give us pause, adjust, readjust. But instead, we have forged ahead plans. Not only will students, once again, be subjected to upheaval, but I fear that the COVID-19 education gap, I say gap because who knows what that really is right now, will widen. One way I feel to best combat this is to maintain focus and consistency within our academic programming and curriculum for our students. 
At the work session on November 20, 2020, Mr. Janifei shared approximately that approximately $206,000 have been spent thus on district-wide literacy initiatives. Money well spent, I think, in my words and his. At that same meeting, Mr. Zara spoke highly of the implementation of the Relegate Reading Program. He thanked Mr. Janifei for the literacy initiative, which he most certainly did. But one, but one person, person that I haven't heard publicly thanked specifically, specifically for her role in pioneering this monumental and much-needed reading curriculum is Lisa, is Lisa Iberis. Maybe tonight, Maybe tonight when that agenda item up, comes up, I will, be I will be pleasantly surprised to hear discussion regarding the possibility of some sort of curriculum director. In addition to our recently posted director of operations and transportation position. But in case that opportunity is overlooked, I want to emphasize how vast the whole will be if Lisa does not return to our district. It's not about her as a person. It's about what she stands for in the district. Teachers get what they need. Students get what they need. As a parent, I feel heard, and she gives me hope. As the mother of three children in this district, Lisa is the sole woman in a leadership position, and I often admire how she uses her instincts to compassionately grow and guide both students and staff. It is our kid to directly benefit from her overseeing, overseeing our curriculum. And despite everything our kids have been through, hybrid, not hybrid, we're in person, that we're not in person. One thing that has remained consistent has been the literacy programs that have been put into place. HT Word, parents, if you're out there, when those 20-minute videos come in from Dina Shiro, I love you, but they're there every day. Okay. That's what we needed during the pandemic. I fear, like everyone else that has spoken, without her tenacity, her organizational skills, her drive and passion for literacy, that this is one more district initiative that's not fully brought to fruition. So as hard as this year has been for parents, for teachers, what we've asked of our kids has been infinitely harder. And so I ask tonight, as you discuss, that you think about what's best for our kids. Thank you. Lots of people showing up to defend they, that lady. Are they getting rid of her? Is there? Is there? Are they saying it's because? Is the board saying it's because of the lack of students? Or what? No, because of the consolidation of the school. There's our boy Mike. So because of the consolidation of the schools, Mike Zembauer, seven twenty-five North Street, consolidation of the schools. Correct. And I come to you tonight hoping that these words fall favorable on you. And I don't normally present off of notes, but the topic kind of uh, demanded at this point. He's running for village council um, this year. But first, before I start, got, got I want to say thank you and commend yeah, all of you for the past year having a son in the school system. Vote. It was a proud moment to see the way that we my performed. Today. They basically told me, hey, you're not in Poland. You're definitely in Poland. Um, I, I don't want that to go un unmissed. So thank you. I know you don't get a room for people like, <laughs> like I'm not in Poland right um, I'm bringing to you the concern about North Elementary oh, again, and I'm sure this is North no surprise. Um, myself, my boy wants to buy that thing. I'm coming he to address definitely wants to buy that thing. More so concerned about the parcel of the school where the playground is at. My man. Um, I went through the minutes over the past year plus to kind of see where we've gone and where we've been on this topic. Um, over a year ago, in February, if he gets a hold of that parcel. I would love it. I came to raise money for a new program. You have Over right a year ago, on March 16th, we started discussions with the Western Reserve Fire District regarding leasing the property. May 11th, it's almost rounding a year. Sir, you had mentioned that it was a topic that we had to address. Um, I believe the word was 
Soon. We're, 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 we're just think with soon. Stress the plan be in place in the very near future where that was the wording. That was on May 11th. October 19th, revisited the Western Reserve Joint Fire District, expressed that they were working and collaborating with an outside source awaiting reports prior to moving forward in October. Based on everything published online, I, I think that's where it ends, unless there were minutes not published over the past month that addressed the topic. This might be new and fresh since October. Um, I understand that the building's currently hosting a lot of furniture and that it's probably not best to put it up for auction at this time. That was in um, some of the minutes, I believe, from October 19th. The policy in your manual in Section 7410 states that you, the board, recognize the fixed staff of the district represent a significant investment in this community, and I'd have to agree with that. Um, it also challenges you for continuous maintenance and improvement, which on this parcel next to the school, we're missing the mark just a little bit. Instead of coming with complaints and, um, and pointing fingers, I'm, I'm hoping to come to you with solutions and support from the community. Um, I won't mention other communities, but when I think about this community, especially north of 224, we don't have a lot going on there. I grew up in Poland. Um, I've only moved within four blocks of Poland. You've had a Poland Four different addresses. I'm on Massachusetts. And, um, that playground was me growing up. My daughter graduated from Poland Seminary a year ago. It was four four five four. attended Long Massachusetts. I have a seven-year-old son and an eighteen-month-old son. Every single one of this year, they asked me to take them over to the playground. I'm sure that you know the status of the playground. It did not matter to them at this point, but it mattered to me. Um, I, I went through and I tried to figure out what the best approach would be for a solution. They need to scuttle that thing. Our really community start. needs a playground, and I understand that you're not in the park and recs division of this community. This is the Board of Education, but you host a property that very much is part going of down that slide tomorrow. And the playground has been part of our community. And when we moved into that part of the community, north of 224, we were moving into a community with an elementary school, and we were moving into a community with a park. I think we should go half is tomorrow. Now. Let's go do it tomorrow. I don't, I don't know if it's permanent, but we've lost half. We still have a playground. Cut, cut myself. Um, and looking through some of the things that could happen in your policies, section seven three zero zero. There's a lot of options. Isn't there like isn't there the like a giant hole at the bottom of the slide and like shards sticking out of it? It's like a death slide. Um, there's a portion in there talking about real property or personal property. Oh my God, I got locked I from these monkey like virus. you an option Tetanus. that I will create the 501c3 organization if required. If that portion of that property would be parceled off and donated, I will then raise the money to replace that playground, and I will then donate that playground back to an entity inside of our community that is built to maintain. Yeah, buddy, I'm in. I believe that if you look at the parcel now, it falls under the uh, market value that we would expect would be allowed to be donated if parceled off. He wants that thing donated. That my man. In the event that we cannot parcel it off and the building has to be included, I'd also like to bring the option to you and also um, bring it to your attention that if required, my family and other community leaders will raise the money necessary to purchase that building and that parcel with similar intent. But what right would you now, do with it? it? I don't understand why he wants to buy it. Sale. Why does he want to it's buy not it? Available for he never says why. But that time's coming. And some of the things around the corner to get it out of the school because it's not taken care of. are not things that we want to invite into our community. We don't want condos. We don't want further development. We don't want apartments. We moved in to that part of our neighborhood for the sole purpose Poland, of being Poland there. I think. Sum it up. I had more, but I'm going to stop here. I thank you for your time and the opportunity to speak. 
I leave you with my families and others in my neighborhoods. Trust me, I like support, this guy. Help preserve That's going places. He is. He's running for village council. You should vote him in. Village council. Village council. That is what we need for village council. Not 85-year-old people. much more going on. I'm here to help. Yeah. And so are a lot of that other guy. community members. So thank you. <laughs> so he's active. Job, he's active in the community and he's Let's trying get, to get things but, done. I mean, that is important. Responded to your email. I, I noticed that and I wanted to say thank you. It was unexpected, <laughs> and I really, I don't know why that is, um, but but I do look forward to if the opportunity still is, is there. I'd like to come back around to that and find, figure out what would be best and, and how I could help. Yeah, I really do me. very much appreciate the fact that you responded and opened that door. Thank so you. that invitation is still open. If you want to sit down and talk further about some of those options, I'm more than happy to do that. And I think that's probably prudent on your mm -hmm. part to do that. But let me follow up with that. Ms. Montine and myself, we met with the mayor and his uh, team of economic developers. Mm -hmm. They have this time have not expressed direct interest in either one of the properties, whether that's Union Elementary Building, if that to the North property. And then you're right. A year ago in January, the board and the administration divided up the North school property parcels into two main sections. There's really three there, but once can't really do much with. You have the one side with all the ball diamonds and so on that was developed and uh, there was a landfill group that helped provide support to help develop it. That's been partitioned off. The board has to decide the direction on what they want to do with that portion, for the, all the whole property. We are moving forward and it's on tonight's agenda to do an auction of the obsolete, useless uh, school district property equipment that's in that building that has been <coughs> placed there over the last handful of years. So we are looking at cleaning that out and cleaning that off. The real question is that the district has gone through some massive, significant reduction in enrollment. And the, and district, the district, district, it has to be a good steward to the community's funds and be responsible to those expenses. So that's what the board's at now. Is trying to take a look at what options they have with that it is elementary problem. school porch portion. That's why our housing limits are smaller building right now. Playgrounds at yeah, it's trying to be condos so that are actually attractive to those people. The fire department, the fire district has no interest in it. We double checked again with that. Yep. It's a big, big building, building and it's costly to operate. And for us to even have it empty, we should buy the building make a fun factory. Dollars a year just on the water electricity. You know how pissed mm -hmm. people would be if we did that? And we got our options to help with that and improve a lot. Gosh darn MLO bros bought north. Those are things we do have to talk about. First thing I do is put our MLO right on the top of it. What other options might be? Walls and girth. Uh, I look forward to that, and I believe that you touched on something about lower enrollment because um, I look forward to becoming part of the village council as of next year. Got our vote, and, Mike. And part of my vision will be that we need to bring families back to this community. I don't want to mention names of other communities, but when they have fairgrounds, pools, playgrounds, Airbnbs. Canfield, 
golf simulators, apparently. Um, I think about if I were not a resident and citizen of this community, and I, that was why I planted roots and raised my family. Adapt or die. Um, Adapt and looking or in, die. I worry about what we, what we have to offer. Yep. We don't have a playground. We don't have those other things. Um, the board possess the opportunity do do to that sit down and come to That's terms about it right now, though, Heidi. Being one of the first integral parts of our community, having a staple playground in it to start that movement towards adding all of those other things to bring that school enrollment back. Splash patterns, splash patterns, splash No one factor. Dog park, dog park, dog park. Is the housing factor? Poland just doesn't have it, and I—you reach out to me. Dog, I was a little surprised when you said you were surprised when Dr. Holden responded to you, because I see it. Everyone responded to you, which I'm thrilled with. But unfortunately, we don't have the housing. Someone who sells real estate, there's nothing in Poland. I have three families trying to move into the community right now. As you said with the other district, we won't mention names. They're building. We are not, and that's important. That is a great thank you for sure because those Mr. those Mullins, uh, did you want to address the board lots up for sale out in poland out by like uh, my name is John are all so expensive the zoning is uh, killing us this is what i'm just a taxpayer here and my taxes my real estate taxes went up 15 percent last year roughly speaking so i assume maybe incorrectly that your income went up 15 percent because it's based hell, on my real estate. That is yeah, not how that works. So I would like to know where the money's going. That is not how that works. Ron. How are you spending the money? All, Sorry, all, man. It, this is my first time at a meeting here, and it did my heart good to say the Pledge of Allegiance before we started. That was that was. I agree, Ron. I agree. Well received. Thank you. And. Uh, do you have any kids, Ron? I have a son here. Why are you here? still I'm here? I'm He's in sixth, sixth grade, and okay. I help him with his math. I, I live in sixth grade in the wintertime, and he calls me, and I help him. Oh, grandpa. And I was, I was really surprised at how advanced his course of study was in math in sixth grade. No kidding. So I can barely do Lucas's. I work in a, a bank. At least in math, for sure. You guys are doing a good job. And I would like somebody to give me some direction. To Did you notice how he came in all hardo and now he's easing off for like seventh grade? What what are they learning in history? See, that's that's why these levies don't pass. Though. It's it's I think guys a lot like of Ron, uh, Well, my taxes went up fifty percent. What are you doing with the money? School like the school doesn't get fifteen percent. You know, it doesn't get all that money. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's divided yeah. out amongst like everything. Stuff like but that. That's the problem. And, then, and then you got these people that don't have kids. And, uh, I'd like to know oh, what our, our kids are being my money right. taught in they, they have no... I'd like to know what they're being I, taught in English. And I, uh, that's the problem. Somebody, somebody problem. give me some direction how I can get more involved. How I can get. But that's not. Uh, I would vote for you're on you, you are not. I don't care if what we're teaching our the kids. The problem is not voting for a school levy. Well, you do know you, that your house goes down. We're here in the winter time. I don't care. I will always vote yes. So you have to stay all next winter, and we'll put you to work in those classrooms. You see that team? Yeah. You'll have to come That's from a long Oh, nice, Ron. See that video? I, I know that. <laughs> Ron, um, doesn't want, Ron doesn't want to pay for the schools, but he can go golfing, Ron. Oh, nice, Ron. Even though you, your property may have increased by 15%, see. You know, yeah. we don't see 15% increase in our there property taxes. Uh, I, 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 I wish we did, but I like unfortunately this we don't. And then any increase in your taxes 
whether it's just you, but the entire community right. split over a three-year period, and we'll see very incremental. So, but you're experiencing the same thing that everybody else is in the state, or at least a third of the state's being updated, revalued this year. Um, Our taxes it, all it go up fifteen percent a, a year. Housing market right now. It is especially not a year, but this year was really bad. Yeah, it's something that we're experiencing throughout the United States. Huge valuations of it, and that's not a repeat of the 2008-2009 crash. But um, we do monitor that carefully. And this is actually interesting. We'd be more than happy to sit down and this is way better than the village thing with you, Jay. Talking the village council. Yeah, Yeah, I'm just as interested. No offense, Jay. Then. Each one of those high school principals, the middle school principals, and elementary, they'd all sit down and go right with you. Toby? Thank you. That's the direction I'm looking for. Thank you. Frickin' Toby. What does he say? Amy Gordon? Thief of. New microphone caught him. Always practice safe microphone usage. And I sent everybody an email the other day about how I felt about the agenda number six that included um, the riff of Lisa. So I'm not actually going to spend a lot of time on that. What I want to talk about is the um, seventh and eighth grade transition to the high school this coming year. Um, I have a sixth grader who will be an upcoming seventh grader. This is the seventh and eighth grader. And she will be transitioning to the high school. I have no. That's weird. My daughter has. She started at Dobbin. She went to Union. She came back to Dobbin. She's over at McKinley. She went to the middle school, and she'll be at the high school. And my child is fortunate in that she deals with it pretty well. But um, what I have been concerned about is. The growing understanding that, one, without Lisa or a dean of students or assistant principal coming with them, that they are being added to the burden load um, that Kevin and Mike have at the high school, which I think is a lot because I know so that moving they're two classrooms to two new principals. Um, to the so principals, I think that you know, it's really like important that shifting. we take a really hard look at what those well, students are coming with. eighth grader is going to be walking in the same hallways as the high schoolers. That, that we them the they say they're going to avoid it as much as possible. Um, I was even more because if that's the case, to find see. that there that's wasn't a concrete plan to bring a guidance counselor along with that group. Um, the seventh and eighth graders, I remember being a seventh and eighth grader. It was tumultuous time. Um, and I think that because of the situation, Do you remember going down like the senior hallway when you were a freshman, the year <laughs> shitting my pants, various <laughs> forms of lockdown. Could you imagine being in seventh grade? Oh my back God. To school. Yeah, that um, and like eighth grade girls. And Intermingling with yeah. high school students and, and eighth grade boys yeah, intermingling with high school is not good. So yeah. currently, 
I think I read that the average is one in 460. I can remember so walking down this high school, so we had, you know, we had freshmen at, if we did not like bring the seniors all had their own hallway, but and you'd walk yeah. by, like, the dudes just be like, a group of students in our hallway. Yeah, yeah. nothing. Just walk, just go to the senior hallway. Just avoid it. I like your, I like your, I used to go up and around to avoid it. If we're going to spend money to carpet buildings, keep your head down, make eye contact. I like your beard. That you make sure your armpit hair is so cool. Have the support that they need to be successful, and so investing in making sure guidance goes with them, and making sure that if they need another administrator with them, that they have that as well. Um, if you can't do those things, then this is not the year to make that transition. Okay, I I want to add. If, I if think they that have the a, the seventh and eighth grade separate, really I think it'd be okay. But if I they're like all thrown together, that's, that's bad. That's just asking for bad news, man. You lose your, you lose your inner, your innocence when you become a yeah. freshman in high school. I, when Lucas, when Lucas in turns into a, uh, a seventh grade, I might strap a GoPro on him and send him down to senior hallway just see what happens. That's why I feel like. Having someone who's focused on emotional growth is so important for those put a bike in his ear. Put a bike in his ear. He has to say what we tell him to the seniors. If they're not receiving that sort of guidance or counseling opportunities, that they also should be. It has been a year in which counseling is very important to our students. So I just wanted to say that so that. Um, so they want a counselor there. for and the seven. That makes I'm sense. I'm going to support everything everybody said about Lisa. And thank you for letting me speak today. The seventh and eighth grade students need a designated school counselor. That makes sense. But like. That does make sense. For, so what? So they could talk to him about things going on? Like what does that. Um, you know what I mean? I am the oh, 7984 metal broker. Dan, Dan um, Pagan, president of the uh, Mac Club for our wrestling program. Ah, Mac Club wrestling. Uh, we've been a program since uh, 2005, uh, so we've been roughly doing it for about 16 years. Um, we've we've grown over the years. Where uh, prior to the pandemic, we had um, last year we had 100 wrestlers from the youth all the way up to the uh, varsity uh, level. Um, right now, you guys are. Talking about closing down north and booting us out out of um, out of north, and just to let everybody know, it's not all about just storage, you know. North, I mean, we did a lot of good things there. Um, That's the case. That two kids to the, to the yeah, state tournament. That makes sense. Last year, um, we've got a strong program. We're competing in Northeast Eight. Um, you came a couple points shy from beating Canfield, our arch rival. I think this year coming up, we will beat them. Um, but all that aside, we need a space to wrestle. You know, um, it's a winter sport. They're using, they're using North, aren't they? In the, in the Luke? In the they sport. are. Yeah, that's what we like yes. to, but we can't. Wrestlers are tough, but they're not that tough. Um, our mats are very expensive. They have to be rolled up um, and, and rolled down. Uh, in the process of doing that, you tear our mats apart. So we have three mats um, that are currently torn all over the place, um, and pretty much not very usable. We have one good mat left, and this is the one at the high school. So the mats cost about $10,000 a piece. 
Dang. Um, I did not know that. So we like a facility or a place to wrestle that we do not need to keep rolling up our mats and unrolling our mats. Because it's just, another it's thing just we should do. Put on full wrestling garb, um, including the head things, and try and wrestle. Touch it. I don't want to waste a lot of your time. We just need a wrestling room so our kids can wrestle. I will sumo yeah. wrestle you. And make it a place for our That would be to fun, too. Thank you. Like, more working well, on that. The, the, the problem is there's only so much room. I mean, I appreciate you want to not ruin your no, match, just but can't. They, at yeah. South Range, they roll them in and roll them out every time. Yeah, you the reality is we don't have our staffing uh, assignments determined yeah. for next year yet. We do have several resignations. Wrestle you. I'm totally down. I'm in, I'm 215 pounds. I, can they can they wrestle me? Am I in their weight class? And our staffing. I will. I will suplex straight up. So we haven't finalized those decisions yet. And we would not put our children in a difficult or harmful scenario. And we are taking all those options into consideration when we make our adjustments for next year. I want Polis. I want to wrestle Polis. <laughs> I think he played football. He's a pretty strong kid. He used to lift up the line with me. Uh, yes, He's going to be able to wrestle me. I want to say no. You're differently. What a great this weight class. Class. See uh, this audience tonight. Seventy-five pounds. Seventy-five to hundred pounds. A variety of topics. <laughs> when a person like myself is passionate about the community in different situations, and you go down to the board of elections and you get a petition and you collect signatures and you ask people what they think, you tell them you're willing to serve. You get elected, and then you have to serve. <laughs> and, of course, for me personally, I have a huge personal decision to, to decide what to do if, if I want to seek re-election. So your involvement is so, so special. And I hope that there'll be people in line to... Yeah, they got to get about 200 pounds before they get into my weight class. Be on the Board of Education. They're they about get up to, They got to get up to 190. I'm going to eat nothing but soup for the next four months. And I'll meet him there. With that personal comment, we move to presentations. We have a presentation from the Strollo Architects with our okay, renovation architects. See, this is a good one. This is... This is Pat. Hey, while we're waiting for the architect, Mr. Uh, tomorrow would you like to at eight thirty. Everybody, Thank listen. Tomorrow you. at eight thirty, Mr. Zora to go ahead. We and have put up the uh, Mayor Tito Brown from Youngstown on our podcast, which we should totally embarrass the entire city of Poland. So you should probably watch for the embarrassment as we embarrass you in front of the mayor of Youngstown. So tomorrow, eight thirty, Mayor Youngstown. As part of the. Uh, I think it'll be building an interesting the interview. Future, it it'll be cool to talk to. I, I don't know anything about it. Your seventh and eighth graders to the high school. Here's the Vacate building. the board of education offices out of the. Where are they putting this at? The old shop class that was converted years ago, and now we're reconverting it, repurposing it back into the classroom space for the students. Oh, it's part of the high school that they're turning into. It's not just a matter of dumping years. students in one mm. place. It's very careful, thoughtful planning on behalf of the administrators or architects and other educational professionals to be yeah, able architects. to the best plan of action. For Outside. Darn near a year, the high school administration and Strollo has been working on developing a, 
the best plan. Uh, Julius Oliver, who's running for Youngstown mayor, will be on I our show April first. Well, so if you could just kind of highlight Julius what each one of the Oliver. three. And then we have uh, we have projected up on the, the other guys uh, coming. I'm working Republican on that. lady. Yep. Uh, good evening, everyone. My name is Kevin. Fourth, I believe. Or May 4th. May 4th. Uh, working with the school board and have this opportunity to present everything to the community and back to the board. If he's going to grab you, I might have him. Okay. Fresh, fresh, thank you. 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 Um, we had to use this space as efficiently as possible. Um, circulation was kept to a minimum because the number of students in classrooms back here. Um, the classrooms were the most important part of this area. So what is being proposed back in this area are four classrooms. One large classroom, which would be the art room. Um, we found it highly important for an art room to have natural light. And it also made the most sense since there was already existing plumbing in this location. While we were back here, we tried to be as efficient, effective, and cost effective as we possibly could be. Um, we left as many walls in place as we could in areas that, that didn't have to be removed. We, we utilized those existing walls. For instance, there's an existing restroom in the board offices. That room is now becoming storage. We're utilizing the existing plumbing. Plumbing's a big cost to any project. So the fact that we were able to re reuse that was a big deal. Um, this, this classroom to the left here is now going to be a computer lab. And, and um, Principal Snyder, please feel free to interrupt me at any time. Okay. In the last two classrooms in the back, we tried to make the classrooms as large as possible to give the flexibility for for any um, curriculum to come in and use that space. Ms. Hey, Mark, go to the... I think that's Mark Zer. Is that Mark Zer? Forget who that. No, that's a super. That's one of the principals. Pretty muscular dude. Yeah, there you go. Is our current art room? I don't know who's the guy. The red shirt is he's saving our show right now. The current art room we have. We need. We need. We're gonna have two uh, multiple disabilities coming up when they make the merger. We found that that location, he's that space, would be better used to make two classrooms out of that. And then, because a lot of the space Kevin is, Snyder, I don't want to say wasted, but underutilized Thanks, in the sense that of what it could be. So it was uh, back uh, long before that time. It was originally two classes with a uh, uh, partition wall. This would bring it back to being two classrooms. That microphone two entrances. does not have a cover on it. It's essentially putting <laughs> we are not a wall. We're not practicing safe microphones. Um, resources, ideas. Where's the dude in the red stuff. shirt? Get that man a so microphone. We felt it was important to have the ability to do that. And we'd be better. It sure only takes be one person to not practice safe microphone usage. He's a former wrestler. He's a former wrestler. He looks maybe he'll wrestle. He's solid. He looks pretty much teach seven through twelve art. 
Um, so having like newer if I try to wrestle like a wrestler, and just like, um, like, said is you know adding some technology. You're going to be uh, lab there. I mean, the two back, there's only so much that loose can do. Um, classrooms. Yeah. You know, they're a little non-traditional. I mean, worst like case, said, worst case, that guy grabs space. me, I'm just so going to land on him, and he's not going to move. Most cost-effective, <laughs> utilizable, and thinking of, we did walk around this guy. Like, give me an arm. He's not going to move. He's getting like an arm bar. Like an arm bar. He's a former art teacher. It's been a while since I taught, you know, in the sense of things you're thinking of with clever touches and things we're looking at now. Those high schoolers that are being forced to go to the classroom. We'll have a couple that. We've been working around that with staff members and how that's going to look. Yeah. So, I mean, all in all, we feel pretty strongly with the plan that it's going to be the most efficient and flexible over time, meaning that 10 years from now, this won't be obsolete. The I think Larry Dinopolis in the top right corner is on vacation. The access point, it's not the word. He's, he's, like he's got a little, 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 little sunburn, little sunburn going on. See, if I was him, I would definitely have an umbrella drink in my hand and then the while attending the meeting. <laughs> so you'll have, uh, you know, like, like and uh, that's why I wouldn't be good for the board right there. Um, that, that was some of the rationale when we discussed just instead of having just four block rooms and squares of how we could best utilize it and gain more space, as we'll talk a little later, there's not many classrooms when we start making these moves. It's not a head count. I mean, the head count thing is, is pretty uh, simple because we've had that many kids in the building. But when you look at the amount of moving parts. and So seventh and eighth grade is only like four rooms. Is that really all they take up? That's uh, crazy. So, so another major that. portion of this proposed renovation uh, are, are new toilet rooms for boys and girls well, uh, because of the transition of the seventh and eighth grade coming. Think about it at South um, Range. Some existing storage have, like, workspace has math, been captured. You know what I mean? Um, I guess. I'd like and to also note through. that there is a separation wall here with, there are egress doors there as well, but it keeps the seventh and eighth graders to one portion of the school and the That's high school key. kids to the, to the to the other portion of the school, which, which was, was the, the reason, reason for adding the two restrooms. restrooms. Good idea. So Prevents so swirling. The existing space was captured. The storage, the storage workspace was kept for the teachers. It's a little bit smaller than what they had before, but it, but it's effective for them. Uh, and five fixtures for boys and five fixtures for the girls was also added. Seventh graders, so much easier to give swirlies to than freshmen. They're so much lighter. Where he's got the dividing walls, there's a male and a female on both sides of that wing. So you are, in essence, keeping the seventh eighth graders and especially the private uh, use of restrooms secluded, separated. And the, uh, yeah, at least they're thinking like that. You know what I mean? Then would have Do you remember the when they built the new South Range High School and they didn't put doors on the bathrooms? There was already, there was already yes. a woman's, woman's restroom there, correct? Correct. correct. So okay, so where is the men's restroom going to be going? How close to the women's? It's, it's right there. It's right there. It's just across the hall. Troy, usually those are like right next to each other, bro. I don't know what you want me to yeah. do. Yeah. But... What's that? Okay. So essentially there will be about eight classrooms in that hallway. So seventh and eighth grade will go from the middle school to that section where there's about eight classrooms, correct? Correct. So there's eight classes, that is not four. Eight, okay, four okay. for each grade. Okay, that's what I heard. Any other questions on the design work or the actual work on the high school? Um, Mark, if you could share with us the high school floor plan. This, please know, this is just in the discussion and the concept stage. Nothing's been etched in stone unless you feel that it is. I wish they could like show us what is happening because I don't, I can't interpret this in any way, shape, or form. 
So going to Mr. Polis's uh, question, this is the wing that we have kind of designated as the junior high wing there. Currently, we have social studies and English in that hall. That, you know, again, we have an aligned with who's where, but that would be ideally where we would put the junior high folks. That partition, what we're Mr. Where you see this little space here would be the restroom, Mr. Polis. So the proximity is very close where the ladies' room is here. The young man's room will be here. That partition wall will be right there. Okay. I'm nervous over here, sir, with that moving that dog. Okay. So then what we try to do is keep departments um, as close together as possible. Obviously, science rooms in high school, there's not what you can do because they're already set up for the labs. Um, we, The folks that were um, displaced here in this wing, we had to kind of fill in the blanks. And one of the things we realized is we didn't have as many rooms as we needed, so we're trying to do our best, but also preserving knowing that staff need a place. Uh, includes even our special ed folks who do a lot of inclusionary things where they're not maybe in a classroom five periods a day, but trying to make sure we uh, preserve some space for them uh, when school and students out. So uh, this here in the pink like in this room 10 would be our English. Well, you'll see the only difference is uh, the yellow here would be um, our foreign language. You'll notice that like people are going to, this room here, we actually have a dual access where we can high school kids can get in from this side without going through the egress. The only time that high school kids are going into this play would loop around is we have an Italian teacher that teaches two sections, uh, possibly two sections of middle school and a couple sections of uh, high school. So that would be the only time where there would be really high school students in this vicinity uh, for those maybe possible three periods. Um, the idea, again, with where the egress kids doors, coming from? What school are they currently going to? Be your, your junior high, middle school student. The your pathway to your electives parts. would be through this common area. Cafeteria would be for middle school. They're taking like we'll one lunch, seventh and eighth grade only. Looks like, uh, and then you continue you know, coming side, down here to this main area where your electives could All be. All those kids are going into prior band gym classes, auditorium obviously. And then again, when you're walking back, and they're shutting going back union down. So this, we're not these hallways, lockers, all that would be isolated to. There's 386 lockers. So what are we going to do with? What are they going to do with that? They don't know. So we know. can keep all our middle school kids, seventh grade, the farthest up, yeah, they all the way to here without ever having That's another to topic they're have talking there, too. And, and everybody in the, uh, is worried about what's going to happen to the building. Side. So because, you know, that could, there would be even be a gap. You know, charter schools are worried about. Lockers, um, to keep that distance, again, mm. being uh, realistic. And they, I think Mrs. Gordon, my daughter's coming up at eighth grade. So I get it. We're all living it together. I'm what I'm thinking. The MLO school for gifted youngsters. But four periods of course subject to study hall. We can open a school. We can open a gifted youngsters. Oh my gosh. Why does my kid go to school and why is he addressed as Cyclops the entire time? I don't know, man. Just okay. Going on. Okay. All that stuff. Those doors are all accessible for exit so that there's no need to cross over to that far wall or to that far wing, I should say. I don't know if that, that oh, we're going back here. These green, lighter green here, these were ideas for special ed areas to try to make sure that we had some some space. This here is the art room that we uh, reconfigured um, into uh, two multiple disability units um, where they can work together. Um, possible, and I know I feel like uh, someone built the house because we're going to go like, why do you keep adding? We possibly are looking to expand by just knocking out a non-weight-bearing wall, the clinic, because uh, we have more students with, health needs we have more students in general and again going to like uh what was brought up about just being able to service the various grade levels all the way up so that they're not kind of 
compacted into a small room that we've been dealing with now since we're doing some construction. Um, any questions? I hope that helps a little bit. Clear. Um, the blue is to go over. The, this is math, social studies, the gray is social studies. So each one of those are departments. And we will have a, a separate entrance for the seventh, eighth graders. Right here. That bus is going to come right off. up this side. Boom. Drop them right off there. Parade them right in there. Um, we're yes. still going to have to work out. We're still, uh, as we talked at the last meeting, working with Mr. Amaro over to this side. We can't see it obviously on this. Next area is that pathway of how we're going to do bus drop. Um, what's the most efficient because the reality is it's, it's not a shot to Julius students here, including my own. Uh, very spoiled and sensitive mom and dad like to you know, let them sleep in a little longer and bring them to school. So we're going to have to find traffic patterns not only for our buses, but also a drop-off point probably on this side somehow with the high school kids and then also a traffic pattern for the high school drivers because I believe many of our high school. So there's just a few things going on. Yeah, so, as much. Any other? There, there's a lot going on and Stroll has been wonderful. Kevin has done a great job getting involved in that. Um, he seems like a superintendent, doesn't he? Within before the end he does. of the month. Does. Like he's like superintendent. He's like directing stuff, point. you know. And so by the end of the month, yeah, we're going to have to have a special board meeting to grant authorization to go out the bid and get this process moving forward. And the goal with the tentative timelines is for April 1st advertising for bids and the work. We stay on track with this timeline. We should be able to get the project done by mid-August. Um, we would hope to start it on a little sooner, and we may be able to get to the renovation or the demolition and stuff soon, but we have to go through the proper process of selecting construction companies through bidding process. I would so, never want to be a superintendent. It seems like so much pressure. There's other projects that Strollo and Kevin are working man. on. A lot going on. Yeah. We have to keep this process moving forward. Would you run for Questions school board? from the board? Probably. I'll go on record saying this. I know there are several individuals who do want us to put a hold on this plan. I am happy what I'm seeing so far. I want to thank Mr. Snyder as well as the architect for coming up with this plan. My biggest concern, there are three. I don't like the fact, and there's nothing I can do here, that we are eliminating the middle school down to just such a small area. They have a beautiful middle school right now. We're eliminating down to essentially eight classrooms. Ideally, it's not the best middle school experience. I remember walking the middle school for two years, kind of open space, you see your peers, it's going to be crammed into such a small space. That's true. The second is with Mrs. Gordon's comment with the guidance counselor. As a board, I will advocate. I would like to see a guidance counselor brought up. We have had, unfortunately, a few suicides over the past few years. And I think that's something that we need to look at moving forward. And then... I'm sure this goes without saying, nice. if there was an issue with a 7th or 8th grader getting bullied by a upperclassman, you guys would handle that without a doubt. Can you address that? For yeah, just to clarify a couple of things, I worked in a middle school my first couple of years at a large middle school, brought two staff together at Austintown Middle School, two guidance counselors. I'm not turning away extra help, but both have worked in a K-12 area, and uh, Mr. Vegas himself was here at Cole Middle School, and absolutely we're not going to allow whether it's a seventh grader or seventh grader or a ninth grader or ninth grader, but it sure as heck 
of drawing the lines. And I think by looking at some of the kids you have here, we have some great leaders walking the halls at our high school. So whether it's peer mentoring or some different things that we could over time figure out how to help uh, alleviate those situations. And I'll go on record saying this as well. I was not in, it wasn't that long ago I was in school. When I was there, there was very rarely an issue of an upperclassman bullying a younger student. I just don't see that. I'm sure there are stories out there, but everyone when I was there was more than helpful, more than willing to help you. I am not as worried as I know some members of the community are with this plan. And I, um, I'm looking okay, forward to seeing how this turns totally out. Totally covered the board there, didn't you, Try. I do not. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from you. Yeah, I'll talk to you after. Guidance counselor to stop bullying. To, I don't think there's any bullying. Uh, the presentation by Stroller Architects. Hearing none, let's move to a presentation from our gardener contractor about renovations at our our Poland property, McKinley. McKinley. So this is the middle school now. Middle, middle school. school. Thanks, my guys. So we're talking about what we're going to do with it. Put up the proposal. Um, the middle school is the one if they're keeping it open. That's where the whole the other one little drawing. kids are all moving there. Diagrams okay. that would be helpful. Okay. It will be kindergarten through sixth grade. Somebody get that man a microphone condom before he starts talking. We have to practice. Uh, that's probably the microphone. best one to start with. This is ridiculous. Scott, it only takes, one, to, it only takes wait, one person. Wait. Yeah. Well, are they going to share a microphone? Hello, thanks for having They're us. Sharing uh, my name is Jeff Colbert. I'm a gardener. Um, thank you very it much. It only takes one, time. people. It only takes one the person to not practice. Thing. Might be a little bit hard to understand. Great. Um, we're not engineers. Those were put together by our engineers. All of the team. engineers are going to um, have some sort of disease I'll now start because they're, the they're sharing my condoms. There at the, at the middle school, you guys have three to send an email. steam boilers. Um, they've been there for an extremely long time. Two of the Larry three did are working. The top right One was taken out of service. Now thinking about what he's going to call have tomorrow morning. Look at some condensate piping that runs so underneath suffered. the flooring that serves each of the classrooms, the unit vents that distribute the heat uh, during the, the heating months. Um, those are, we don't know how bad a shape they are, but over the years, we've had a ton of issues with the piping, um, cracks breaking. Um, we've done several repairs to them. So Dr. Holland reached out to us about what we could put together to either correct the existing system that you guys currently have, or what would be a better option to replace it. Um, so we brought in a group of engineers, uh, did some walkthroughs, got access to the existing blueprints, um, spent four to six weeks walking the building and then coming up with a, a solution that we feel is the most efficient and economical to the district. And also to get you guys away from any type of shutdowns during the heating season, if the piping would burst, uh, to get into that access space to fix it. Um, it's hard to say how long that takes. So we came up with a, a system that we feel is both uh, very efficient and very economical and something that can be implemented uh, right away. Um, so if you want to go to maybe the proposal and I can just kind of go. No, no shutdowns during the cold seasons when the heat's on and the pipes get burst. The boiler system at the middle school was at the end of life. It's failed. One of them is completely failed. We shut down. We'd either have to rebuild it and keep a steam system 
remember that. And the real problem um, is the infrastructure and the piping through the floors has been constantly breaking. You've spent a lot of money over the last couple of years to keep it functioning. Remember the and big iron door in the basement it, of the old South Ranch High School? That was the boiler room door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This proposal was initially yeah, that was reviewed. Do you ever go into that room? That room four years yeah. Ago. Or that, that tunnel underneath the schools. Remember the tunnel? So we've gotten four years that out of it. connected the two I don't schools I think we can gamble. Before. And then, another and then they built the over-the-top hall. Yeah. And then they shut it off, yeah. So which yeah. you'll hear a little bit tonight about the benefits of our federal government and our great stimulus packages that have been approved. There's some options to help us pay for got a couple mil from the brand new system. Sure. That will not be band-aided, but rather completely fix this for 10, 20, 30 years. So if, no, if not everybody wants a new school, why don't they do a levy to fix these things? So yeah, so what we did is because we're not allowed to spend any money. And it was when we were looking at possibly doing something. He's given like three mil. Why don't we just use like. Not like, totally, but let's just keep it. Okay. Okay. Everybody cool. needs money. Um, everybody needs money. That's a problem. Okay. Could you zoom in that just a little bit more? This is the longest podcast we've ever had. Good, good. So our solution that we yep. came up with is to completely abandon the steam system. So we're going to, in the existing boiler room, the three steam boilers, all the steam piping, everything associated with that, we're okay. going to be demoing and removing from that boiler room. Getting rid of the boilers. We're going to install... Remember the old, remember the old heating system in South Range, too? And you'd have the boiler... like BTU gas boilers in the, in the room. You, like, you could, like, melt um, crayons on them. New gas boilers <laughs> into your existing chilled water system. So each classroom right now has a unit vent. That unit vent puts out the, the problem with these old things is, is there's no heating like in the one room wintertime. is like a sauna and the other one is like a refrigerator. Like there's no even money to utilize those as much as we can. So we're going to abandon the steam coil that's in there, and we're going to tap into the chilled water coil, oh. and that will serve as a uh, solution. It's going to chill the uh, classrooms in the summer, and we're going to use that same coil to heat the classrooms in the winter. Oh, and we'll okay. be doing that by installing a new control valve and a new controller. Um, all the radiators that you see if you're walking up the hallways or walking up the stairwells, uh, corridors, the ones that you put your hands on. I wonder them. if they have an asbestos All issue. All those are, are if going the South Ranch School had an asbestos issue. Them, installing brand new oh, uh, cabinet I'm heaters. Sure. So that's definitely a safety yeah, concern. Lie. Something I'm we're sure going to get rid asbestos. of um, and replace those. Um, oh my God! Look at the price of that. The Unibets. Um, they are controlled right now by your air compressors. So it's nine hundred and ninety-two thousand dollars to um, to heat to fix all that. Those are being oh. told to do so by compressed air, which is very un unreliable. Um, it's a very outdated control system. Not too many companies out there now can still support that. So we're going to be upgrading nine hundred ninety-two thousand dollars. We'll be putting in a new DDC controller for a new just control the air in the heat. Outside air, return air, and supply air sensors. 
So by going digital here, yeah, let's not we'll build be a able to fine tune and pinpoint because uh, problems for you guys as, as far as maintenance goes. Uh, be able to schedule um, one bringing in maybe, we can, maybe we can build a new we'll school and just have like tours of the old school. Um, get some pressure <laughs> in the classroom, like and, uh, just kind of monitor remotely any issues that you You're have. So, spend however many million. That's about it, as far as you know. But the, these people, the main don't problems that we're eliminating are they don't want to hear it. I went to school here, my kids went to school here. It drives, it's dry. There's uh, history, there's whatever. I, I just does it so from a business point down, of view, it doesn't make any sense. still have heat throughout the entire building. Um, and then, then they're gonna bitch you know, because the, exchanger, the schools are falling apart, boilers, and the taxes are going up. Blah blah blah. I don't want to hear a boiler there. Kids don't care. My no, they really don't care. They in. don't care if they Heat go to the old school with a five-year warranty. It's these freaking parents install. that went um, there. That That's all it is. For, that will be covered for five years. One million freaking dollars. But we try to use freaking heating infrastructure. There you go. And you're gonna get to stay in your old school. Congratulations. One million dollars. Very comfortable with keeping the units in place. Tapping into the chilled water piping, million dollars. Um, you know do the million dollars as far as control, getting you guys to the. Most Can we just build a new building and, for a million dollars? Like a control. Um, oh, you could, there. you could literally win a million dollars for a million. You know, engineer wise for a million, a million dollars. dollars. You, do? Walk them you could have everyone just stay home on. and the do school from home. The demo, the install, and like fund it for like a couple years with a million dollars. Shared that with Dr. Holland and Janet. And uh, I, I feel very confident uh, and, and get everybody computers. Like solution that uh, seriously in front of you. We initially <laughs> just, thought we might out. be able to retrofit into the existing system some oh. of the existing lines. Of course, using existing uh, events and trying to modify them to accommodate from a steam to a heat, a hot water system. And long story short, they're once you get the engineers and the engineering involved in it to try to. You know, the price well, that, down that's why they're showing the cost of this now. They're strategizing. So, so that people say, look how expensive this is. We might as well just buy an issue or build a new school. I'm biting on that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They have, so they the have next question is going to be, once they decide the to build a new school, just they have all this land in these crappy buildings. Are they going to knock the buildings down? Could you imagine how pissed people are going to be if they decide to knock the buildings down? Oh, they're going to be old people lined up like Tiananmen Square, like lined up in front of the school, like getting run over by tanks. Let's see if we can. Let's try and buy Union and go ahead and steamroll it. Is that second stimulus package? Uh, like a wrecking ball coming to school districts through the care act <laughs> will bring us about four hundred ninety-five. That would give us a lot of press. Either. And we'll write. And we'll write. And, 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 and we'll paint on the on the wrecking <laughs> ball. We'll paint. We'll name it Karen. Foolish on our part. Karen, not the take ball. advantage of this opportunity and update that building. Is that just the price uh, of a going to be uh, I don't if the think they said actually, Mike. That's a good question. Direction. God, I, I can't imagine. I think that can well, be utilized in another building. So you have to have a good solid heating system in place. Come up with our fall, winter, we just don't know. We've been fortunate this year that we haven't had a whole lot of freezing, horrible, long-term freezing weather. One million dollars. It's just dollars. Ohio. <laughs> 
can come even next week. So we just need to know that this project does need to move forward. It is our recommendations. We've done best we can to cut back on the expenses. Oh, have you? Frugal on the process as possible. And it'll start CARES Act said they recover almost 500000 Well, if that's the case, again, I didn't catch that part, Connie, but if that's the case, it would make questions. somewhat sense. But man. Doc, do you have any questions? No, I, I probably just comment that if you, I hope you guys can hear me, that, you know, in 2015, when that levy went down, we, we, we were clear that we were going to have maintenance issues in the future with these buildings. And um, we don't have a choice. People wonder why we spend money on buildings that we may not need in the future. Well, we, we have to. We don't have a choice with this. That's, that's the reason. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, you guys. Are getting your history. You're going to get your old buildings. You're going to get to keep now them because you went to school there. School board. Congratulations. Agenda. First, we open with our consent agenda. Members of the board, you have before you a copy of the items considered for tonight's consent agenda. Yeah, Heidi, Would go watch it online by yourself. You know what? It's called school board meeting with commentary. Where we talk the motion is necessary to proceed with the consent agenda. May I have a motion to proceed, please? Thank you, Mr. Warren. May I have a second, please? So they'll cover they'll cover five hundred thousand of that nine hundred ninety nine or whatever it was. Mrs. Monty, right? that's not too bad. Can you start, yeah, please? Makes it sound. But I mean, it's better. still five hundred k. This like we just have a couple items. The first item um, is to approve the minutes of the regular board this meeting on no, February twenty second. That's like when Maggie says, "Hey, I got this purse on sale, and, and, and I saved fifty dollars because it was only two hundred dollars." Fifty percent off. A million dollars. Does anyone have any questions concerning the minutes? I got a. I got a new comments? heating system. I saved five hundred thousand. Would you proceed, Mrs. Munty? Sure. Uh, number two is to approve the financial report for the month we of February twenty twenty one. We gotta stay here until they get to this part with this teacher. Couple yeah, things totally I'd like to touch base on. We, oh, you're Heidi. We know we missed the important session. part. I wanted to explain a couple of those a little further, <laughs> but um, the board ha has in front of you the cash reconciliation as of February. Does this ruin this to replace the old boiler? Over seven point eight million dollars. I pointed out at the work session. My grandparents, that, um, my grandparents, part air. of our they state were heated foundation My grandpa used that boiler. During the pandemic, I schools mean, were cut. I mean, foundation. anybody knows antiques lose their value if you try and fix them up. Um, it's true. We lost at that time approximately $443,000, just under half a million dollars. That is what I forecasted uh, for this year as well, as that's what was recommended by the state. However, a couple months ago, they, the state came back and they let the districts know what portion of that state uh, reduction they were going to basically um, adjust. Um, we were not um, adjusted the whole entire amount back, but we were um, adjusted some. So uh, what they did is we we are receiving uh, our, whole, our whole total reduction Luke. came out to about two hundred thousand dollars instead of the R.I.P. to all the juice spit on the so old what's radiators. Happening is two hundred and forty three thousand 
is being adjusted and it started Sorry, in February, the month that I just um, am presenting today, we get two foundation payments per month. So basically they take that amount and they divide it over those 10 payments February through June. So what happens is we're seeing approximately $24,000 over the next 10 payments, which is our portion of that restoration. But I just want to be clear that um, this is the end of a biennium budget. We don't know what our budget for the next year is, so I'm only focusing on fiscal 21 um, at this time. The other thing that I wanted to point out um, on the financial report is our real estate tax advances um, started coming in in February. We did receive two the month of February. So if you look at your final summary report by fund, you will see, um, apologize, Mr. Zor, I think I jumped out of order. It's the other. You will see month-to-date revenue, um, both the permanent improvement fund and uh, the general fund, 001 and 003. Again, that is due to real estate tax advances um, to, that have come in in February. All the rest of them will receive, have been received the month of March and possibly one in April, which I will point out next month. Um, we did have two payrolls the month of February. Those totals are listed at the bottom uh, for the month of February, just uh, slightly over $860,000 in payrolls. And Mr. Zura, if you would just pull, I think you have it up now. The monthly financial report. <clears throat> so remember this, this report is showing our revenue and expenditures through the month of February. And it's actually compared to the forecast that was presented in November. So as I just mentioned, a lot of things are changing from what I presented in November, what was known at that time. And like I just said, it's, it has changed the month of February and it will continue to change uh, through the end of the fiscal year. So on page four, you'll notice there, the February revenue is reflective, like I said, of the timing of real estate tax advances from last year compared to this year. The, variab the variable is uh, favorable. And like I said, that's due to the state foundation, the partial fiscal 21 <laughs> restoration. And also included in this data, at a, um, the actual ta tax abstracts have been received and applied. And on the expenditure side, um, you see everything there is extremely consistent with last February um, of 2020 compared to 21 total expenditures um, compared to last year, only off by around $55,000. Do you have any questions on the February financial report? No. And then the $1 last item I have under treasure consent back, is we received a donation of a keyboard and a recorder to McKinley Elementary from Richard Little. Or Little. If I said it wrong. That's nice. Way to go, Rich. Thank you, Mr. President. The first item under the superintendent's consent is to recommend the non-teaching personnel be placed on the approved substitute list 
for the 2021 school year, substitute basis only according to the wage rate for the assigned designation. Item two is a family medical leave for Mr. Rowan uh, from May 17 through October 2021. Item three is another family medical leave request. Somebody watching us watching us on Twitch again. From April 12, 2021 through May 24, 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Item four is the retirement of certificated individuals with Mrs. Fedor and Mrs. Simcoe. We have item five is the following classified resignation slash retirement. Here we go. And Plaso. Pleaso. See ya. We have the following. Six is the long-term substitute teacher, 2021 school year for Mrs. Schuster at McKinley Elementary School. Mrs. Schuster. We have item seven. Never heard of her. Summer school tutors at the summer of 2021 for extended school year services, as identified in the individual child's IEP, at the rate of $19 per hour in summer school aides at the rate of $12.50 per hour as listed. A lot of those people from Poland. We have update to the state testing schedule for 2021. We've had to make some adjustments, so we've updated and revised that for the board's approval. And the adjustment really is a couple hour delayed start that's going to accommodate our middle school and McKinley schedule. We have item nine, recommendation for the spring 2021 volunteer coaching positions. These coaches will have all required credentials on file, including BCI, FBI, checks prior to working with any school. You think we can buy that school once they get out of it? You have the assistant varsity. The South Range School went for 100000 And Liam Morrison for the assistant varsity I boys. Put our office in there? Yeah. And then item 10 is the resignation <laughs> of Chad Fender. I don't know what we're going to do the rest of the MLO bro. bro. School for gifted youngsters. I don't know what we're going to teach yet. Well, thank you very much, Mrs. Montine and Dr. Holland. We should have done a drinking Mrs. game. That, you know what? Roll, I, think, I think at the next Ms. village Montine, meeting, yes. Isaac, Mr. we should Polis? do a drinking yes. game. Mr. For, Riddle? Yes. For the, the next Warren? village meeting. Yes. You have to drink every time yes. Troy talks, and I have to drink anytime some Not related to items from the treasurer, not including every, the every time agenda. For the village meeting. A motion is necessary every to time approve a resolution. Jay sounds like a lawyer. You have to drink. And rates as determined by the budget commission and authorizing the necessary tax levies. Every time somebody and says them Airbnb. County you, auditor every time somebody says Batorium. We put attachments together. May I have a motion to approve? I think please? it's a great idea. Thank you, Mr. Warren. May I have a second, please? Village, Poland to Village Thank you, Ms. drinking It's a great idea. Mrs. Munt, would you like to entertain any discussion or explanation about these rates? Yes, just a couple things. Um, every year, um, this is required in March as these uh, documents are required to the Budget Commission by April 1. 
but I wanted to point out a couple things. Uh, we've seen this change. <laughs> the, word, the, the word fiscal is a waterfall. Um, what you, you see have to in front of you drink, you, you, you drink until the next time they say fiscal. <laughs> you have to check until the next time they say fiscal. Compare that to last year. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. 46.3 mils total. So time Mayor Tim Sikafuse actually cracks a smile, you have to take a shot. Like the gentleman spoke earlier, and we are starting to see that shift in property valuations through reappraisal and whatnot. <sighs> if you continue to scroll down, this, there are a couple other things. If you look at our... Dude, total valuation, it's I'm going to totally miss bath time. And Can I'm you compare that to trouble. 2020? Total valuation for the district actually increased by $41 million. What people don't understand, it doesn't mean that the district gets $41 million. It's just our valuation. So when you go clear to the bottom, right. you also see make a snack. that uh, I'm hungry. 21 total general fund and PI, and we don't have any bonds, I, is around $15,757. Great, great idea. Which is an increase. Maybe uh, Larry's drive-through and mini market. I just wanted to point out donate. a couple comparisons based on calendar year 20 to calendar year 21. Village drinking. Um, and like I said, this document is required every year to the budget commission by April 1st. Like, it's so. This is my thing. I have you could you could like section the buildings into like back office up, space please. or on the bottom where it shows people. The tax we could, valuation in this community could, at sixteen thousand. We could make them little apartments and force all the old people that refuse to move out of their houses to live in it. <laughs> and then they would be happy because they don't want to knock down the old school. That's this community taking care of anybody who doesn't. Anybody who says one million dollar budget. I don't have it's kids, very much but I, I want the old school. One of the things that we go through, have to move in there. In Poland, let's say we graduate 190 and we bring in a kindergarten class of 110. <laughs> we've seen, have we have the grass, but now I've done it below. The state cuts our <laughs> foundation spending by $6,000 per student. That's $480,000. This. I know we're not so, paying attention to this, but there's here, a lot of variables. There's not enough the money. Education. And There's our treasurer, never chief executive money. officer, has to go We're through. Short, I mean, it's just constant situations it, like that happen. So, is so, it does it cost more? We're doing to build a new school or to keep running to these because I can't imagine a million dollars for a stupid boiler. Make every adjustment. Like, what's I, next? Possible, but it's been said both ways. Part of what living in this community is all about. Thank you for me adding, being able to add that comment. Mrs. Montine, I don't think that was an accurate uh, statement by Mr. Riddle with regard to the $6,000 per student. He's referring to if you weren't on the guarantee, um, you're correct, because what happens with State Foundation is we are heavily on the guarantee. It's very complex through State Foundation. So I don't want to say that we get cut that $6,000 per student because we're on the guarantee. However, I pointed out each year that I've been here, that's a concern of mine with the state foundation and the and the budget is if the guarantee ever were to go away, uh, Poland would get hit extremely hard if we were getting our dollars based on actual student enrollment. But we have been fortunate that the guarantee has stayed in place. 
Um, so when we have seen those reduction in enrollment decline, um, our level of funding has been pretty flatlined because of that guarantee mechanism in that budget bill. That's very important, Dr. Donopoulos. Thank you very much. It, it, you are exactly right. It, it, it's accurate and then it's replaced by the guarantee. So I thank you for correcting me. I thank you for calling that to everyone's attention. Is there any more questions concerning this uh, motion to accept the amounts and the rates for the- Stephanie, as much as I'd love to do it after the school board meeting podcast. I, I want to go Mr. to sleep. Polis? I got to yes. hang out with my Mr. fiance. Yes. Mr. Warren? Yes. Dr. Donald. Oh, God. Yes. yes. I kid you, we're podcasting. Thank you. <laughs> Motion is necessary to approve the following budget purpose activity statements for 2021. 2020, 2021. We do have the mayor on tomorrow. Mayor of uh, Youngstown, Ohio. I already said High that. I'm going to say it again. Mayor of Youngstown, Ohio. District Community Engagement Fund. Mayor Tito Brown. May I have a motion to approve, please? I so move. Thank you, Mr. Paulus. I'll second. Thank you, Ms. Colucci. Mr. President Riddle, these are just a couple <laughs> budget and purpose activity statements. We typically approve these at facts. the beginning of every year. You're going to be more um, than that, sir. These are two that were not approved at the beginning of the year. Um, one has been basically reactivated. We had an anonymous donation come in for a band, um, which those funds are flowing in and out of this activity fund. And the district community engagement fund are, um, is a revenue stream for the Coke contract when we receive those, um, um, I guess I forget what they're called, we get from Coke. Um, we get some commissions uh, from Coke and then part of our um, contract with Coke, we get uh, amounts per year and, that's and that is deposited into that um, community engagement fund. So we like to see Thank you very much. Do we have any other we're questions? On a, we're on a big screen right now. Hearing none, I ask you to call the roll, Mrs. Look, Montino. I'm picking my nose in Stephanie's house right now. Ms. Colucci? Yes. Mr. Polis? Yes. Mr. Riddle? Yes. Mr. Warren? Yes. Dr. Donovan? Yes. Number three, a motion is necessary to approve Cantor and Associates for services related to agreed upon procedures. Oh. Yeah, get her eyes it. Get her. AUP get her eyes it. <laughs> on the Medicaid school program. Yeah, there yes. you go. Oh, yeah, do that up. Class report right on, established by the Ohio Department of Education <laughs> for fiscal year 20. May I have a motion to approve, please? Thank you, Mr. Polis. Second, please. See, Mr. Warren. They haven't gotten to the part that this is an annual where they're written the person. That's the part we got to wait for. Um, to help with the mes Medicaid it's a war of attrition program. right now. As you see, it does say fiscal stall. 20. That is What's not it a called? typo. A, um, when the government, um, they just keep talking to try and filibuster. Filibuster. Oh, yeah. Is it a filibuster? Are there any questions yeah. concerning? I forget what it's called. This, uh, they just keep talking and talking to not do it. Then hearing none, I ask you to call the roll, please. Ms. Colucci? Yes. Mr. Polis? Yes. Mr. Riddle? Yes. Mr. Warren? Yes. Dr. Donopoulos? Yes. Item number four, motion is necessary to approve Cantor and Associates for services related to GAP services in preparing basic financial statements for a three-year engagement beginning fiscal year 2021 through fiscal year 2023. May I have a motion to approve, please? I'll make the motion. Thank you, Ms. Colucci. I'll second. Thank you, Mr. Warren. Um, Cantor, um, 
provides the basic financial statements of the audit yep. and recommending a three-year contract. Um, we do save money by engaging in a multi-year contract. Um, in that proposal, you probably were aware that we are receiving an even further discount um, in one of the years um, from work performed for fiscal 20, in which I cleared up a couple things that I wanted addressed um, in the statements that they provided, and they were um, kind enough to go into another three-year proposal uh, for them. Every time they vote, we have to do a shot of beer. I mean, just beer. Because if we did um, vodka, we'd all be dead. We'd be responsible, like, killing everybody. Thank you. <laughs> May you call the roll, please? Oh, God. Ms. Clucci? Yes. Mr. Polis? Every time you vote, you'd have Mr. to drink Riddle? again. Yes. Mr. Mike's Warren? drinking. Yes. Mr. Yes. Yes. Drink, Mike. Yes. And number five. The motion is necessary to authorize the treasurer to compensate the following PEA members for MAP testing and COGAT mandated state testing proctors conducted outside of the school day for 2020-2020 run at a rate of $25 per hour. These individuals are in addition to already approved PEA member resolutions. We have Erica Donahue, Michelle Anders, Mary Hernan, Phyllis Jeswald, Nanette Ungaro, Suzanne James, Hannah Bernay, and Wendy Bush. May I have a motion to approve, please? Thank you, Mr. Warren. I'll second. Thank you, Mr. Polis. Is there any discussion about these members? Hearing none, I ask you to call the question, please. Ms. Colucci? Yes. Mr. Polis? Yes. Mr. Riddle? Yes. Mr. Warren? Yes. Dr. Donopoulos? Yes. Now we move to items recommended by the superintendent of schools, not included in the consent agenda. The motion is necessary to approve the Poland Local School District open enrollment policy for 2021-2022 school year. The Board of Education policy prohibits the enrollment of students from adjacent districts or other districts unless tuition is paid in accordance with Section 3317.08 of the revised code. May I have a motion to approve, please? I'll make the motion. Thank you, Ms. Colucci. Okay. It's not open enrollment, though. It's different. Thank you, Mr. Warren. So neighboring neighboring session. town. Open enrollment. They have to pay. What to is the cost it's, that we get paid if someone does come? It's around $7,000. Okay. It's like $7,000 to come. Every year it's set by the Ohio Department of Education. We do have a few right now, right? Correct. Okay. That's tuition based. Tuition based. Tuition based. It's, it's not open enrollment. You just come and government is pays. Tuition based. So we could get, get we could get like correct? kids from Springfield. A student who is a senior. Or they, but they have to pay like seven thousand dollars or something. Like they still be charged Struthers, Struthers hooligans. Talking about it right. If now. they're not, if they're not a resident, or they. Yes, I, I was under the impression we had a policy in place that if a student is a current resident in Poland after their junior year. They move out of the district. They're still allowed to attend Poland. Is that correct or am I mistaken? They are permitted. 
um, is the superintendent decision, but it is permitted by statute. Okay, thank you. So that means that they would not be charged because they had moved out. Okay. So if they're a junior, they move out, they can still go to Poland. I didn't. Discussion concerning open. Uh, Mrs. Montine, I'd ask you to call the roll, please. Ms. Clucci? Ms. Clucci? Yeah. Mr. Polis? Yes. Mr. Riddle? Yes. Mr. Riddle? Yes. Mr. Warren? I mean, they're going to pay $7,000 to come to our school. Yes. Take it. we got to pay for a freaking new radiator. The motion is necessary to approve the contract with the need a lot of kids. For landscape maintenance and we need a lot of kids. for North Elementary property for the 2021 right? season. Attached, we have the North Mowing quote for JRB landscape. 10,000 kids. May I have a motion to approve, please? I so move. Thank you, Mr. Polis. May I have a second, please? I'll second it. Thank you, Dr. Donatis. Wow, $800 per cut. Do we have Philip any discussion Kerr. from Good board members Lord. concerning the proposal? For what? Cutting the grass. This is like way uh, high. Gotten some feedback uh, that uh, the company that has the lowest bid uh, has had some not so good experiences uh, with uh, customers in the uh, in the school district, and I wondered I wondered if we had uh, uh, any heard opportunity this. to have judged the yep. work before. Uh, has this company worked for the school before? Have we talked to any of uh, previous customers. I would actually like to add to you, I did a little bit of research on JRB and I saw on the Better Business Bureau that they only have a two out of five star rating oh. and the only reviews I can find were negative. Oh. In my opinion, he has done work for us before. Correct, Ms. Martin, that is true. And there's been no issue. I, I know the individual. So I feel we should give him a shot. 180 per um, cut. It was 180. 180. We terminate the contract, correct, Ms. Martin? We are held to a contract with them. If the work's not up to par, we remove and that's been why cheapest yes. is not always the best well, ladies and gentlemen. Um, when we do the bidding we, we are responsible to take the lowest and best bid so that also allows us the opportunity to do reference checks on these individual companies mm -hmm. and so on you are correct mr polis that the district did employ this company to do mowing years ago and did not have any issues or any problems so that speaks well of it there are some concerns that were shared others um, through the community um, when we did reference checks at least four reference checks they came back positive so uh, it is our recommendation to go ahead and move forward with this uh, doc is is the is the only complaint lodged from mr warren for the email we received I, well, from the only direct complaint that we have, yes, is related to the property here in the village. But um, the other Let me ask you, Lou, do you want to cut the grass of the school for $180? We're happy to explore that even further. Eventually, those people are going to realize it's too cheap. So, and so I guess not it's I'm not willing to make a decision based on one person's reckon one person's evaluation obviously he was the lowest bid i i don't understand why we don't hire him if we don't like what he does we just fire him yeah, that's the, with any of them that's correct and that option is there 
if they don't have our expectations. If they are not meeting our expectation, yes, we can terminate. For we don't have a commitment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if there were problems with that, we would terminate that and move on. So. Okay. Is there any further discussion to approve JRB lot care? This is my team. Will you call the question, please? Ms. Pluchy? Yes. Mr. Polis? Yes. Mr. Riddle? Yes. Mr. Warren? Yes. Dr. Dinopoulos? Yes. Item number three, we need a motion to approve a resolution authorizing the execution and delivery of an amended and restated agreement regarding the natural gas purchase program in connection with the natural gas program of the Ohio Schools Council and authorizing and approving related matters. May I have a motion to approve, please? <laughs> Thank you, Ms. Colucci. May I have a second, please? I'll second. Thank you, Mr. Polis. Mike Forbes just said Troy's destroying me. Further dialogue about the natural gas contract? Mr. Rowe, if I could just help clarify. The district has belonged to the Ohio School Council Buying Consortium for many years. Uh, this is another prime oh example gosh, of us doing a large volume purchase as the um, aggregate for natural gas. This will save the district uh, money this yeah, year. Officially long, longest podcast ever. By utilizing the buying power of over 170 school districts in Northern We have a lot Ohio. of people watching, though, surprisingly, uh, the whole time, too. The, I mean, yeah. 20, 30, 40 people this, the entire time. And she has found that we will save money. I definitely think we should do a village drinking, village drinking game. Village meeting drinking game. Comments? Hearing that, Mrs. Montine, would you call the roll, please? Ms. Colucci? Yes. Mr. Polis? Yes. Mr. Riddle? Your yes. cat is so Mr. loud. It's like yes. a dog. Dr. Janopoulos? Yes. yes. Item number four, a motion is necessary to approve fast-track auction sales to advertise, photograph, and catalog miscellaneous yeah. Part of the way through, Jeremy, would tell the board that he can't cut it for that price and then raise it. I'm sure between that's fast exactly track what's going to happen. Exactly what's going to happen. Agreement dated March 10th, 2021. We've attached the agreement. Whoa. May I have a motion to approve, please? I'll motion that. Thank you, Mr. Polis. May I have a second? This is for the auction Thank you, of Mr. the. Mr. Warren. Do you have any further discussion, comments about fast track auction? Just Number six is the one Isaac is the final talk step about in the process that we've been exploring the obsolete school equipment over at North and a couple other locations in the district. Um, please know that shortly after this, you guys will be able to buy your own little piece of the school district, go online to Fast Track and help us get that place out. I have one question, who is setting the price? Say that again. Who, who is setting the price for the items? Are we deciding what we want to charge or is it the company? It's an auction. Okay. So wait, so for what? Very, the old pieces of the school? Uh, the stuff in the school, like old chairs. It's like North is full of all kinds okay. of stuff. Thank you. And the question I had was if somebody bids the bid, <laughs> Then they pick it up from the school. Is that my first I'm buying an old radiator. And there at that site 
the the person uh, will have a window that they come and collect. I, so they put it up real fast. We have to our see. Auctioneer. We'll be able to go back after. Any other this questions, will replay. Comments? You'll be able to go in and see it later. Kind of go to that part. Mrs. Munting, will you call the roll, please? Miss Clucci? Yes. Mr. Polis? Yes. Mr. Riddle? Drink. Yes. Mr. Warren? Yes. I mean, Mike, if your grandparents yes. use that radiator, I mean, it it, mean, it has sentimental value. The motion is necessary to approve you to the use that radiator. 2021-2022 master agreement with Youngstown State University and Polis School. Oh, my God. This, this is, this is like my ADHD. To enroll in college-level courses on a full or part-time basis to simultaneously earn credit towards... High school graduation and a college degree or certificate pursuant to Ohio Revised Code 3365.02. We've attached the agreement. May I have a motion to approve, please? I'll make the motion. Thank you, Ms. Gallucci. May I have a second, please? All right. I'll second. Here we go, Thank Isaac. You, Mr. Warren. Do we have any board comment or question about? Here comes great program. number six. I'm glad to see it's continuing. This is the last agreement. We've done all the other agreements and we're up hot up to speed then. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Holland. <laughs> Mrs. Monty, will you call the roll, please? Ms. Clucci? Yes. Mr. Polis? Yes. We'll Mr. see what Riddle? we can do. Yes. You're coming bid in high. Yes. Dr. Donopoulos? Yes. All right, here Item it is. Item number six. This is Motion is necessary to approve a resolution to implement a reduction in force of administrative position and suspend administrative contract. We've attached the resolution reducing administrative position and suspending the contract administration, which is dated 322-21. May I have a motion to approve, please? I'll make a motion. Thank you, Dr. Donopoulos. I'll second it. Thank you, Mr. Polis. Do you have any further discussion about the resolution? Yeah, I'd like to make a couple comments. I would like to uh, thank all those that spoke so highly regarding Mrs. Iberis. I agree with all the comments wholeheartedly. She is a terrific asset to this community and to the school district. And um, as Dr. Holland said, there has been no uh, definitive uh, uh, finalization of the staffing for next year. So I'd like people to keep that in mind. Is that correct, Dr. Holland? That's correct. Thanks, Dr. Holland. I can hire her somewhere else. Provide clarity. I do want to thank everyone that has shared their their support. Uh, it's a difficult time for us to try to make decisions on how we would best utilize our staff. Uh, this opens just some flexibility, but I, I cannot stress enough that the decisions on staffing have not been finalized at this time. But I also want to make a very, very, very important point. This has absolutely nothing to do with this individual administrator's performance. I have personally firsthand observed and worked with this individual and have been very impressed that she has done an outstanding job. So I just want to make sure I go on the record and indicate that this does not reflect performance or anything else like that. I've been very impressed and it's a very, very difficult thing to do. Some of these plans have been put in place for some time, but we are still analyzing our options of how we support our literacy curriculum and our staff and our administration. So we are working through that process now. 
um, it's probably a two-month process, so stay tuned. And I'll go on record. I've probably received 10 phone calls over the weekend, messages from members of the community voicing support for Mrs. Idea. She's a wonderful individual. I know her personally, and I have, I'm confident things are going to work themselves out. Interesting. Anyone else wish to share a comment or... I like to say the same. I've had a lot of calls and emails over the last few days, and I appreciate everyone who came today to you know, provide your comments as well. So, thank you. Thank you. And thank you to Mrs. Iberis for all that she's done for our district. She's been on the set. And I would just add that it's always a heart wrenching situation to lose somebody in retirement or have to downsize any position or make these difficult decisions. So, <laughs> that's amazing. Ms. team, would you call the roll, please? Ms. Clucci? Why is it not the athletic director? Because Mr. Polis? Yes. Mr. Riddle? Mr. Riddle? Athletics yes. still need to Mr. be directed. Dr. Denopoulos? Yes. Yes. It's a double position. I mean, it's two principals. Do non renew the assistant yeah. principal dean of students at Polis so Middle School. You need to have an athletic director because there's only one. At the end of the 2020 2021 contract year. July 31, 2021. Is the AD at Poland yeah, also a teacher? And board policy no, he's not. Those districts that don't have full-time ADs are not the size of Poland. One motion. Thank you, Mr. Polis. Second. That I know Thank from, you, Ms. from coaching. Like South Range didn't have, have one, but they were small. And then they eventually got one. You know what I mean? Edward Ashcroft, the assistant principal. I mean, I know, I know what you're saying, Julie. I do. I just, I just like to thank Ed for all his hard work. He came in a difficult situation a few years ago, and he served us quite well. Uh, I know he's a retiree rehire, and I, I'm thinking he'll find a spot down the road somewhere. And I would like to add that, as a board member, we've gone through this several consecutive years with Mr. Ashcroft as things have evolved. Curry. We've called him on the phone and we've asked him to There's come back. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I know what you guys are getting so at. It's, it's just a lot. This is a very difficult a situation to see how things have For like 10 goes. years. In my personal opinion, it needs please. to be a full-time position, and that's my opinion, Mr. because there are yes. so many Mr. sports, Riddle? so many yes. kids, Mr. so many Warren, things. Yes. I'm telling yeah. you. And yes. We had, a, just we, had a buddy, we had a buddy who was at a local school. He was a teacher and an AD, and he said it was, it was, it was too, too much. Too much. Yeah. Too, 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 As per attached proposal, we have a proposal to repair the gutter at the middle school. May I have a motion to approve, please? A motion. Thank you, Mr. Polis. That Polis. is a good question. May I have a second, you please? Have to go to the school board and ask them. I'll second. Thank you, Mr. Warren. Do you have any further discussion about the investment to make into the gutters? Mr. President, just to help clarify, we know that uh, they've had water incursion into the building around the foundations on the uh, outside walls. Another billion most, dollars for Isaac. We've had some difficulties. The different actions last <laughs> within the last uh, year to fix and those and gutters were used. My, my, I want those gutters used really by my grandchildren. Care the gutter system that's around the middle school. My great grandpa walked under those gutters. You gotta leave them. To replace that and not just repair. Re replace that? That was over $160,000 to replace the entire right. 
better system on that building. They don't and respect you look our around, history, everybody Isaac. can see that they don't respect our history. It's a historical the other gutter. side is that in order to help maintain the integrity of that um, historic building and the form of gutter system of copper gutters, copper is gutters. very important to maintain. Jeez, oh, man. So, therefore, they don't respect our this is not like Sorry. replacing I, the gutter guys, I house, the but rather like with some of the historic say that, connections and to do it properly. But you have to replace them with actual copper gutters because of historical value. And also replace the sections that need to That's be That's a great idea. Maybe we could be taking the gutters off of North Dakota and carry over the gutters. Through the, um, I mean, bidding consortium, and they also have done the roofs on this building, and we're looking at further exploration of. Yeah, you could use the old schools like scrap, and then use the scrap from the old schools to fix up the new ones. So you'll see the exactly company like a brick breaks at the new. We just go over to North and take a brick. Come around again. Probably very stolen. I mean, it's simple. Any Something breaks you, go bring it. Like a spare car. The project. Yeah, exactly. Call the roll, please. Car you're parting Ms. out. Pucci? Yes. Mr. Polis? Yeah, you part out the school. Yes. Mr. Riddle? Yes. Mr. Warren? Yes. Dr. Janopoulos? Yes. Number nine, motion is necessary to approve a resolution Isaac, to authorize next meeting, the superintendent. I'm going to make you go, and you're going to sit there and you're going to make faces at the camera the entire time. Previously submitted yeah. resolution yeah. for the Ohio. We'll hook you up with like a mic, like a like a hidden mic. You can February talk with 26, while you're there. Uh -huh. 2020, July 10, 2019, February 27, 2019. Copper scrap is high right now. <laughs> 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 You are not doing that to the history of my gutters. Those are historical gutters. We are not saying or support the stealing of copper from the schools. The second, please. No second. Can we? Thank you, Mr. Warren. Is there anything else happening? Can we end this? This is any comments or questions or concerns about? I gotta go eat. I didn't eat dinner. Facilities construction. I had a full meal, cup of tea. The of the Ohio School Facilities Commission for a number of years. And this is the situation of keeping coal in the top ten. That wouldn't pass. So when and if we need to keep the old an expedited they're perfectly fine. Yeah, we can't pass levies either. There are no because that'll raise their taxes. I want my kids to use those them So here's what we want. Now it's important to note that the two resolutions, this first one number nine and number ten, we don't want to spend any money and we want to make it perfect. And we don't want to get rid of That's what we need to do. Number ten is to give a new resolution. We should give out badges. Some tentative timelines that we had to put in the resolution for the I state to, to, my to keep us in the <sighs> top ten. So when and if the my wiener dog in and my cat on another uh, no, building renovations or building project, they will be in the my top ten. They won't have to start all over. Okay, I think so. Now the the yeah, it's very important to note that at this point in time. Because of the property valuation, the size of your district, and so on, you are in a position that the state share of a major project is only going to be about 18%. So 18 is still better is than 5%. So do you pass a resolution that at least keep you involved? And who knows by the time the district is ready to do something, whether that goes from 18 to 25%. Um, and so on. So the rest of the room is not needed. We need some great gutters. Better spend it on the gutters. 
no commitment other than keeping yes. in that September. <laughs> Isaac, can you read it? Up? So <laughs> by rescinding and then approving the next resolution, everybody's he, losing it here. He could, he could like clean out the gutters, like clean them up, just set them up, let them run down it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mrs. Montaigne, will you call the roll, please? Ms. Clutchy? Yes. Mr. Polis? Yes. Mr. Riddle? Yes. Mr. Warren? Yes. I'm sorry. I, I am still, the more I think about this, Number the 10. more I go with me. You need a motion to I don't care about your oils. I really, I really lean that way because Poland Board of Education to authorize the superintendent to enter into a residential It's not because I didn't go to Poland. It just makes freaking sense. establish a new school. I'm sorry. And it all did it all dates back to the same freaking Poland issue of don't change cost, anything. Classroom facilities, assistance programs. Yes. It's not the board. It's the old Poland way. Yeah, don't change anything please. ever. Authorized. No, nothing new is good. Thank you, Ms. Colucci. May I have a second, please? I'll second. Thank you, no Mr. Outsiders Warren. Welcome. I'm surprised they even let the kids from the other like school to come to our school. And pay for it. I, That's surprising. Go back a number of years and have served with trying to be on the facilities commission and put these things. I'm surprised together. we have this many people watching. So we we're not even from an board. option with the Ohio Facilities Commission I'm, I'm, to do renovations from board. Things I've picked up and learned. <laughs> you're, you're, I don't even know why you're on this. I could be told I'm wrong. Better not get rid of these guys. If we choose exactly. to use the facilities commissions to renovate, we have that option too. I've said many, many times publicly, and there's different people here tonight. I'm, I'm going to buy the school. I'm going to put an Airbnb in it. I'm going to piss off everybody. Architect's recommendation for renovations. I, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it and just and move day one through the bulldozer into the parking lot. <laughs> also, the additional expense <laughs> of tearing down the <laughs> existing structure <laughs> in those situations. So this is a very, very difficult scenario that we're in here it, it, it's particularly difficult as when is, we have a neighbor like brothers Scott. that received 90 percent is that a mullet Scott? this does look like a mullet Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, said your kids <laughs> we can drive into <laughs> youngstown and see that they received 190 million dollars in youngstown and we want to know where where's our Wait share until gets so on I, the i'm very very board. passionate yeah, i tell you about what, this, I, I am and i'm glad that we can stay in the we running. Need him. And we when need this community the is Jennifer in a who's running. It wants to pull the plug. Latanzio needs to be elected, and then there's a force. We need to get somebody else to run for, for that four spot. That we would be able to go to the state and accept this. We're not going to have to get rid of these. For today, they have to get rid of these. This 18 percent that Dr. Holland talked are, about. 800 years old comments? that aren't going to change that are straight up Mr. saying Montaigne, will you call the role, please? we're not changing no they have Mr. to get Polis? rid of these yes. they want to move Mr. Riddle yes they have Mr. Warren yes Dr. Janopoulos yes number 11 a motion is necessary to approve Poland Board of Education <laughs> policies listed below as presented for the second and final reading the first reading approved March 15 2021 I, policy updates were completed. I would have ripped that freaking thing up in front of the car. That, that's not way more professional than All me. of these policy updates. When they drop that on their paper off in front of Snyder, like, I, could you imagine if a cop dropped May that I off in front of me at my house? Please? Could you imagine, Isaac, what I would do? They would have had to tase me. Thank you, Mr. Like, Paulus. I, I couldn't. Oh. Thank you, Ms. Colucci. Is there any further discussion about any one of these board policies or concerned about any of them? 
uh, we just highlighted the last meeting that these policies, there, well, there's a lot of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> We said that. Paul, you put your head in the when we said it. We're like, those are they are in there. They're like, oh my God. Across all the areas of administration, professional staff, classified staff, student programming, and all Josh Vader from JRB is already crying on Facebook. You had the Edward changes with the U.S. Department of Education, government accounting regulations. We're updating those because somebody complained about us the new changes in federal, uh, um, regulations on how we spend federal money. So back on and then top. the technology uh, policy revisions, uh, the one on <laughs> use of social media has been under review for over a year. We are going to, we're going to look, we are going to explore the options of doing a drinking game for the next for village meeting. I think we need to, we need suggestions no though. Everybody go to Emma Lobros on our page and post on there. Let us know what we should do. Yes. Like Mr. Polis? Every time yes. Mr. Riddle? says something. Yes. Every, Mr. Warren? Oh, yes. Dr. You got a, how many village councilmen are there? Because you should have like three or four so you have three, sandwich. I have three. Every time somebody Number talks, 30, you drink. To South Green School District for $2,000. Yep. We have attached like this it. agreement between Poland But what about people at home? Range. People at home are going to drink, We have too. a motion to approve, please. I so move. Thank you, Mr. Polis. Second, please. I'll second. Every time Thank they drink, better as you drink. Any need for further discussion? Rulo needs to market shot glasses. Mrs. Montine, will you call the roll, please? Ms. Clucci? Yes. Mr. Oh Polis? Yes, it's like. Mr. Riddle? Yes. Mr. Warren? Yes. Dr. Dinopoulos? Yes. Item number 13, and a motion is necessary to approve the following resolution approving the procurement of a design build services from W.H. Gardner for Poland Middle School, McKinley Elementary School, boiler replacement, HVAC improvements and upgrades. We've wow. attached a million, million dollars gone right now. Can I have a motion to approve, please? 500000 Because they get half of the pay. I'll also move, Mr. President. Thank you, Mr. Polis. Can I have a second, please? I'll second. Thank you, Mr. Warren. Is there any further discussion about the need for replacement of the boiler system? Doc, do you have any comment? No, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you hear South Region. South Region, two grand. Mr. Polis? Yes. Mr. Riddle? Yes. Mr. Warren? Yes. Five hundred dollars. Five hundred thousand. Yes. Gone. There it goes, Isaac. Gone. At this time, the motion is necessary. I mean, they have to. The, I, I'd vote yes too. The the, to yeah. commend the, the following staff and students. He's giving them no choice. No choice. I don't want my kid to be together. A list or of the winter sports awards. They have no no choice. Mr. Reap what you sow, people. Congratulations, old school. You wish to recognize, please. Troy's still thrown out. Yes. Anyone want to door dash me some beer? <laughs> Good. Don't drive. Get it door dashed. Girls basketball, 22 and 2. Oh. Team accomplishments. Northeast. I got to go. This is crazy. 13 and 1 go. record. Okay, sectional champions. District champions. Team members Ella Harrell, How much Jackie Grisdale. Ariana Daniels, Lizzie Hardman. Can I make a comment? Ava Nicoludis. Look at how many Cougars, screen things Morgan Bouchard. How is their computer? Katie McDonald. Look at that. Sarah Forthler. Wow. Abby look Frogger, at that. Allie wow. Are these all internet browsers? Metzinger, yeah. Mary Brandt, and Leon. Look at that. Their computer. Their computer. Brian Garker, Kim Grisdale, and Chris Morgan. Insanely fast. Coach 
Nick Blanche. And it's not even awards, Coach Nick Blanche. Ohio High School Basketball oh, Coaches the Association kids, District the One Coach of the Year. Jackie Go Basket, Jackie Grizzell, Northeast Eight Conference Player of the Year. Broke the school scoring record, boys and girls, 1,530 career points. Good for her. Division two, District One. Is that that girl that pulled up from the three point line with like a second left to push it? Yeah, did you see that video? That was ridiculously clutch. Selected to play in North South game, all state nominee. Morgan Kluschar, first team Northeast Eight Conference. Mary Brandt, first team Northeast Eight Conference. Boys basketball, team accomplishments, sectional champions, postseason awards. Head coach Ken Grizzell retiring after 28 years as head boys basketball coach. Yeah. 21 My sectional God. titles Mike's won. going to need to pass a motion for even won. faster internet or is that historic too? Won. Three yeah, regional four people are won. cool with internet Most now after uh, the, the Facebook movement. Andrew so. Sanofoni, first team Northeast That's 8 wild. Conference. Ross Dito, second team Northeast 8 Conference. Christian Colosimo, second team, Northeast Eight Conference. Wrestling team, first team, all Northeast Eight. Jake Cottle, Dylan Smith, Frankie Garcia, Braden Pyrone. Time you go to the gym tomorrow. I'll go with you tomorrow. Second team, all Northeast Eight. Ryan Snyder. Jacob Cottle, sectional champion and state qualifier. Dylan Smith, district champion and state qualifier. And lastly, swimming. Girls team, Northeast 8 champions. First team, all Northeast 8 girls team. <clears throat> Julia Ike, Presley Bodine, Lily Craniac, Cameron Latanzio. Second team, Northeast 8 girls team. Mackenzie Heckerty, Madison Lannerman, Loria Ogden, Lorelai Ogden, excuse me, Olivia Zura. First team, all Northeast 8 boys team, Chris Latanzio, Matt Matisse, Van Blasco, Derek Dunham. Man, Troy's like, been talking for a long time. Kendall Nye really? finished yes, third. Chugging chug beers right now. In the state diving champion. Sharon All-Ohio. And Cam Carmen D'Alessio finished I'm, 20th I'm in state diving champion. Andrew says Poland, all team historical gutters. <laughs> What's that? Oh, a motion is necessary to commend the following staff and students for exceptional achievement and honors. Ms. Do you pass something to do that? Oh, I don't need a motion to do that. have a second, please? Thank you, Ms. Colucci. I want to commend you. Who are we having for? Gutters. It's always a joy to attend these sporting events and see these wonderful Young people. Oh, the kids just set. went through it's the a great joy to be part of this community. Mrs. Look at, look at those three please. kids in the front, Isaac. Mrs. They're Mrs. just yeah. trying Mr. to Poland? stretch his yes. legs. Mr. Riddle? Yeah. Look, look, look over to the right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And we move to informational items. Oh, I'm done. I have to go. Mr. Polis, do you have a foundation report, this, please? This I do. And unfortunately, I was unable to attend, I think. All right. I have to get look at the girl. Look at the girl in the letterman's jacket right there. She's so um, over it. One, the Poland School Foundation has approved to award two twenty-five hundred dollars scholarships this year. On the other side, oh, the girl. Those are the athletes. Those are the athletes. Mrs. Cone right and guidance on March second, which has already passed. Oh. 
the foundation is working on plans for fundraising. Right, I've been talking beginning about a raffle that right, takes place around the beginning I don't, of the I might just stay here and see what happens. school year. Um, we are looking at like, new officers <laughs> for right. the 2022 school year. Bye. And from the treasurer, Micah Harris scholarship home, was paid Isaac. out to Bobby. Bring it home. Everybody keep out company. to the Elias Schultz recipient for confirmation of the grades. Oh, it was his computer. We were using his computer for the for the meeting. So I can't continue. But bye, guys. If you want to finish out the meeting, you go watch it online. But thanks for watching us. Um, we have the mayor on tomorrow night, 830. So tune in. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Have a great night. Bye.